This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What's good, baby? It's Damian Barling, one half of D-Lo KC, and thank you so much for downloading the podcast here. We really appreciate it, and hopefully you're a subscriber of the podcast. That way you get every single episode, every single day, every single interview, every single clip, every single bit of King's News delivered right here to your mobile device. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Apple, Spotify, Google Play. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Stitcher or the Odyssey app. You'll get every single episode delivered right here to your mobile device. And if you're using one of the platforms that allow you to rate and review the show, please do, particularly on Apple Podcasts, as I know that's where most of you are listening from. If you could hit the five-star review, if you think we're worth it, it only takes a split second. And if you could leave a review, that would be great as well. The review's cool. Again, it only takes a couple of seconds to do that, but it literally takes just a split second to hit that five-star button, man. We really appreciate you for being here with us. Enjoy the show. about the rookie wall. <laughs> I ain't got enough young Zell yet, man. Yeah, man. Let's Kings go, baby. Win, baby. You know what it is, yeah. young Zell. Let's light hey. it up. Come on. They do not know what Sacktown brings. Uh. Win on the low, that's a Sacktown thing. Yeah. Talking about us, it's a bounce out thing. Must they forgot we some Sacramento Kings. Hey. Oh, squad going crazy, yeah, we back with it. Northern Cali going crazy, one sack winning. Right. If you doubted us, then ain't no back spinning. This is real right here, ain't no catfishing. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So tell me what you see now. See now. Coming down the lane off the rebound. Rebound. It's 916 now. now. Look towards the sky like the beam now. Tell, tell them like the beam. Like the beam. Let's go, baby. Our man Young right there on the intro and the victory anthem. We welcome you in here to the Tuesday, February 7th edition of D-Lo and Casey. I'm Damian Barling. Acknowledge me. He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Where my my guy at? Where my guy at? Stringer. Where's Stringer at? I want you to put the word out there. Don't forget. We back up. Don't forget. 
Understand me? We back up. All y'all people out there, don't forget, we back up. Don't forget, we back up. Damn it. 140, 120. Some of us know Stringer's Charles Minor. <laughs> Who's that? See, that's right. See, look, Jesse knows. He was on the Man. office. See, look at you. Look at you. You oh, didn't even know. That's the only time I hadn't seen him. You didn't even know. This was, the, the office was post wire, right? Post wire, yes. Okay. Yes. He went from Idris Alba. He went from Stringer Bell to Charles Minor. That's just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a wild transition. Uh, but our guy pulled it off. And arguably his most iconic line, yes, I am aware of the effect I have on women. <laughs> that's his most iconic line. I think that's his most iconic <laughs> line from The Office. Oh, from The Office, okay. Oh, yeah, no, not not, not <laughs> from his career, from, from, from The Office for sure. Uh, man, if you're on the Odyssey app, if you're on 1320 AM, if you're on 98.5 HD2, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Twitch, if you're on Facebook, if you're on Twitter, wherever you are, uh, we're so happy that you are here with us, and we are so happy that the panic has been curtailed at least for another day as the Sacramento Kings get their 30th win of the season matching all of last year's total. If they beat Houston again, they matched the year but they matched all of Luke Walton's totals. Mm. If they win uh Damn, against Luke. Houston tomorrow night. Damn, Luke catching strays for no reason. I'm just stating I'm just <laughs> stating facts, not 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 strays, just facts. I saw Luke on the uh the Cavs broadcast the other day. Like look at Luke sitting on the bench about 3 3 seats down. Well, at least he got a front row seat. Front row seat, you know. I'd argue it. Yeah, maybe. Think Luke is happy for the uh, for the Kings? No, Mm-mm. absolutely <laughs> I actually not. Think, I think I think Luke is the anti uh, Mike Malone and Buddy Hill. I think Luke is perfectly fine with the Kings. Oh, I well, I think there's a difference between perfectly fine. Yeah, I think he's happy. Like he's good. Like he likes De'Aaron Fox. I think there's a difference between perfectly fine and happy. I I, I don't think he I I don't think he has any feelings towards oh, the Sacramento okay. Kings. That's fine. I mean, like, think about it. Like, who, who – Rashawn I – I guess Rashawn – well, he coached some of these guys. I mean, Rashawn, Rashawn Harris, Harrison, De'Aaron. Yeah. And De'Aaron's is that it? boy. Terrence, he coached Terrence, right? Terrence, yep. Terrence yep. was here all the last year. He coached yeah. Terrence. Terrence – I mean, uh, De'Aaron's his boy, so he's – That's, his, that's his guy. But I don't think Mike Malone's happy at all. I don't think Mike Malone will ever be happy for Sacramento. I think Mike Malone will be happy for Sacramento fans. Yeah, he hits that Tyrese line all the time. Well, I love the fans. Yeah, he, he, he does. I don't, I don't think he'll ever give a Shut damn about Malone. what, what – <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh but their 30th win of the season last night not just that they got some points on the board that's last what I'm night talking about. that's what i needed it's been a while since we've seen that it has 140 for the sacramento kings last night and, and it and it felt you know obviously everyone is is aware De'Aaron fox is back everyone is aware of why he was out uh as he Got the opportunity to make that announcement as he should, and it felt different right from the jump. Mm-hmm. Just with De'Aaron out there, there was a different energy from that team. There was a different energy with the starting unit. There was a different energy from the second unit. Yeah. Um, you know, De'Aaron wasn't necessarily hot early. In fact, I don't think De'Aaron got hot at at, at all during the game. Mm-mm. But his energy and aggressiveness out there at the beginning was it it it, it in in my mind. Uh, set the tone for the direction of that game. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, it's 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 different when he's out there running a point. Just like 
when we didn't see Devontae Sabonis and it looked different yeah. when he was out there. These two guys, like I said, I didn't want to get into yesterday about, you know, who's the best, who's more important. I, I have my feelings on it, but it don't matter. Like They're both important. They're both – they're like they're, you need both of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can't lose either one of them mm-hmm. because things look completely different when one isn't on the floor or one isn't available, yeah. I should say. And we saw that. I agree with you from the onset, from from opening tip. It just looked like a different Kings team. It was, uh, an, it was just a different energy. Yeah. yeah, it was a different energy, and it was it was it was great to see that team not get out to a slow start. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got up on Houston early and stayed there. Yeah, uh, they didn't pull away for a while, but yeah. they, which is all right. It's, like it, it, it doesn't all right. bother it was a me. Frustrating because I saw I was watching <laughs> that game <laughs> early. I was like this, and they got there somehow. You know, eventually, but I was like this. It's got to be a fifteen to twenty point win tonight. The Houston ain't no. But good. they do that though. Like they 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 score in spurts. Like that. Mm. I I think Mike is going to run that for that. Excuse me. Mike is going to run that third quarterback for him. Mm. Uh, in in today, whether it's today's film session or tomorrow's film session, I think Mike is going to run that third quarterback for him. Where uh, I think Houston got forty points in that quarter. Yeah, yeah, forty yeah, points in that corner. That's 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 it's one they're going to go back on because. I, we'll play this clip. I hurt for Steven Silas. Oh, <laughs> we'll, this poor man. We'll play that sound for you in a bit. I I I hurt for Steven Silas because he was he's just like we can't do. They, they, they he quite honestly he sounded like Mike. Mm. He sounded like Mike talking about this team defensively sometimes. So I I it, it, you know this team is a little bit younger than Sacramento. They're not as skilled as mm. Sacramento, and I and I don't know that. A coach laying into them in a post game press conference or begging for effort is going to have the same effect uh, as it does on, on on a team like Sacramento or you know a more experienced team, a, a team that has shown its defensive capabilities. I mean, I, I, again, I I have all the respect in the world for Stephen Silas. I feel for him. This is a thirteen win team, yeah. uh, but my my Stop. my eye is on their response though. Yeah. Are they going to hear what their coach said publicly? Are they going to hear what their coach said privately? Because this is one of those two game series where we've got another game uh, to cover tomorrow night uh, with the Sacramento Kings uh, in the Houston Rockets. But we'll enjoy this one uh, for now as the Kings have got back on track. And I don't know if he ran through it. I don't know if he climbed over it. I don't know if he walked around it. My speculation is, though, it doesn't actually exist. But whatever your feelings are on the rookie wall, Keegan Murray blew that son of a bitch up last night. Yeah, yeah, he just he turned some bit sideways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he, hey, that boy was cooking. Last oh my god! Look, I, I want to be perfectly clear. That was crazy. While I don't think there was a rookie wall. Absolutely, he wasn't playing well. No, he and, wasn't but, shooting the ball well, and my, I just think he just. Wasn't it wasn't my, because that's of any it. Reason. That's it. He my, just wasn't. My point is, and I understand we've got four hours of radio fill to fill. James has got a, a a newsletter to sell and the podcast for people to download. I know what we do for a living, mm-hmm. but we sometimes I don't think we have to manufacture all of these reasons as to why something might be happening. Mm-hmm. Keegan hit a rookie wall like three months ago. <laughs> And then, and then, okay, well, I, I guess he did. I, I guess he's gone through the wall now because he had one good game. Well, what, what if he plays? What if he plays poorly tomorrow? <laughs> then what? Did the wall pop back up? 
Is this the Great Wall of Rookies? Like, is what this, is this? Is this like uh, what, what was the name? I don't, I, I don't know if you remember this one, Damien. Is this like uh, Legions of Doom? Who who know about Legions of Doom? Remember they'd have. I know the Legion of Doom. I know the Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal. Is <laughs> maybe it wasn't Legion? What any of y'all who's watching Nickelodeon in the Guts era? Y'all know about Guts. The guts. You don't know about Guts? That sounds inappropriate. I do not. <laughs> I wanted to be on that show so bad. That show, I was, I was like, well, yo, I'm a, I'm a go well, to work if I get on that show. But what was the some other sound oh, circulating let, from yesterday's <laughs> show where this adds up? It was uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. That's what it was, oh. and they would have these different okay. walls that would pop up all over the place. That's where Keegan is right now. The walls are just popping up. So yeah, it's like it's Super Mario Brothers or something. He's just got to something like that. Did you see they're coming out with a movie for that? It looks it actually looked pretty good. I, I, I did. I disagree about how it looks, but I did. It's I did see solid. it. Okay. I mean, all things considered, I, I'm not. It's it's not. Uh, it's, you know, it's not you people, but you know, it's it's. Uh, it's not gonna make you cry. <laughs> it's, it's not gonna. You people didn't make me cry either. That's not what we heard. <laughs> it's absolutely not what we heard. Uh, Coach David Patrick's going to join us in the 1 o'clock hour of the show. Your partner over on the J Street Vibes podcast, Jason Jones, going to join us uh, in the final hour of the show. And we've got a lot of Kings basketball to talk about. Of course, we're uh, just two days and some change away from the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, there's speculation all over the place. There's more reports coming out of Brooklyn that Kevin Durant's not going anywhere. So we'll, we'll talk all about that. Um, I want to talk about Davion Mitchell. Uh, as well um you and ham had a spirited back and forth yesterday in which was it spirited i guess so. i don't know maybe so well i sat out for about 10 minutes <laughs> and i did have a thought on davion mitchell but I, I i we're on the air every day i can share that with you today so that's and, and wasn't just keegan we saw some signs for that we we, we, we saw davion mm-hmm. do what davion mitchell does best last night yes. and I think that that's worth talking about a little bit of course De'Aaron Fox back in action uh, <laughs> did you see did you see uh the defensive player of uh the game being yeah, awarded I saw it about 25 times yeah I played it over and over again <laughs> like it, it, no, and, and shout out to Miss P who was the first one who was like yeah this is this is the AO pause moment <laughs> when Jordy called De'Aaron no, daddy my boy Malik Monko. <laughs> Malik Monko. <laughs> Jordy with a straight face looked at De'Aaron and said, Daddy, you pick. Like, oh. Jordy. Said, Jordy, we know what you meant, Jordy, but I don't, I don't know that you want to do that. This we'll, is why, we'll this why they that don't let you. adults in the, uh, is, in, in the locker room. This uh, is 100% why. That's why they only have adults in the locker room. Well, apparently Malik Monk is with us. <laughs> Malik, Malik said. We, We've we've had listen, we've had T D, we've had Lindsey Hardy. <laughs> Shannon, if you're listening, we're coming from Malik next. That's who we want next, man. We'll come back. We'll talk more Kings basketball. We'll open up the phone lines for you as well. Hey, hey, hey. Kings win. You know what it is. That's all coming up next here. Stilo and KC on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. D-Lo and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Hey, it's going to be potentially a big night in the National Basketball Association. LeBron James, 36 points away. From breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time scoring record, you think uh, you he gets it tonight? Can catch that game here on ESPN thirteen twenty. I was reading a lot. Hunter Patterson wrote a really uh, fun piece. Yeah, our guy over at the Athletic wrote a really fun piece on on like LeBron's you know biggest performances on the court, and I was thinking like, yeah, I think he does it tonight. Mm. I think he did. Did tonight. you see um, Drake Bars coming up in just a second? But did you see that clip from the JJ Reddick from the Old Man in the Three podcast where JJ talks about on first take, they asked Matt, Mike and Mad Dog, they're like, <laughs> is, is LeBron James an all time great scorer? <laughs> and Mike <laughs> Mad Dog, well, you know, it's, it's a weird situation. It's kind of complicated. Like, and JJ just went off like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> it, I, I, it's embarrassing that those two are put on television the way that they are. Like, if it your ideas wild. can't evolve, like you can't continue to do this for a living. It was wild, and JJ broke it down beautifully. He's like, he's the average wise. He's like, I think third, or they, it's Mike Wilt, and then KD. I think Elgin Baylor and LeBron, mm-hmm. and they're like separated by tenths of a point, mm. right? So you can make the argument like he might end up being the third the highest averaging score. Yeah, it's like thirty points a game for his career. Like, what do you mean? Is he a great scorer? The- <laughs> He's one of the top three. Let, let, let alone he has the all time scoring record. Like, let's let's ignore that real quick and realize he's got one of the top three averages of all time. That's silliness, man. It's absolute silliness. He might be. I, I keep saying it, and I, I keep. He might be number one, man. I, it's hard. It's hard to say the that he's not number one. Arguments against LeBron being the greatest player of all time are really running thin. I, I, I'm being honest. The only thing that I have is Mike. I grew up with Mike, and and Mike has a has a connection to you know my, my childhood and that's and the he, thing that, that's it we're that's always really it. like we're always gonna believe hip-hop in our era when we grew up is better than what it is now because yeah. that's what our greatest emotional attachment is too mm. i have the same emotional attachment to michael jordan but it's similar to the tom brady conversation in that longevity has to count for mm-hmm. something and the fact that lebron is playing at this absurdly high level at this stage of his career 
is very literally something no one has ever done. And the no one has ever done is attached to LeBron so many times (laughs) that at some point you just got to like, yeah, no, he's he's that dude. He is that dude. I always go back to, and I'm always going to go back to, you guys are going to hear me. You've heard me say it before. I'm going to say it 40 times again on this show. But he is better than advertised. And if you Mm -hmm. were around for how he was advertised when he was coming in, that seems impossible that he would be better right. than what he was advertised to be. He's better than that. He was literally on the Sports Illustrated cover called The Chosen One. <laughs> and he's he's like he's he's outdone that. It's crazy. Amazing. That almost never happens in sports. Uh but we've got that game for you tonight here on ESPN 1320. Uh LeBron James shot at history mm. uh against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh no history made for the Sacramento Kings last night. Uh, though it is a win, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. And following wins, come Drake Bar. You know what it is, man. Kings went down to Houston, handled business, 140, 120, 40. I need that beat, big dog. It's crazy last night. You know what I mean? It's rough. Jalen Green, you know I got love for you, but it is what it is, man. Let's get it. I'm something like a pharaoh, remember the time, CKM first lunch, some days you was mine, can we take it back there, please Lord send a sign, like the other KC, for you I will cry, look, Keegan with eight threes, the kid lost his mind, trying to work through a wall that he just can't find, chill on off night man, Davion will be fine, he'll be locking up Luka in the first round in no time, yeah. I said he'll be locking up Luka in the first round in no time, yeah. Congratulations to Reese and De'Aaron. They got them a beautiful baby boy. Now it's back to the playoffs. Let's get it. Yeah. Why why you say they got them a beautiful baby boy? As if they just went to the store and grabbed one. They just they just went and swooped themselves up a a baby boy. Can I get uh, yeah. one of them baby boys? <laughs> Y'all got any of them kids left? Hey, I hey. like that. I like there, there was some there was some the, the, the KC you, you reference. Heard I like that. Heard some good stuff in there. Of something like a pharaoh. Remember, remember the, the time, time I got at? you. I, Where I was got y'all out? Was y'all outside? I don't think I was outside. I don't know. If you would have hit us with, I'm going to spin around and turn to dust. <laughs> then I would have. Do you remember, girl? What about till done? Two, three, what about us, girl? What y'all know about that? <laughs> oh, boy. The, what was the, Jeff, I, you led the team in defensive rebounds. You and Keegan with six. Uh, Gabe, you led, led the team uh, in deflections with six. Uh, Daddy, you choose one. <laughs> y'all got to see Malik's face. Oh. Hold on. Look at me. <laughs> 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 oh, no. When he, when he first says it, though, when he first says it, you hear a bunch of, whoa. Whoa. Oh, oh. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Shorty, what you doing? Oh, man. Even De'Aaron's face changes. <laughs> Hold on, you got to hear the woes. Hold on, it's, the it's, woes it's, at first. For some reason, it's buffering. Oh, Come man. on, man. Come on, man. We're a media company. Play. 
What you doing? What he, what he says in that, whoa. Even the, whoa. Inter, even the internet can't take Jordy referring to, <laughs> for, referring to De'Aaron as daddy. I'm going to get this. That was, man, no lie. I watched, I watched that clip like 20 times. It's one and of the, laughed. I was dying when I first saw that. I don't know <laughs> who, whoever recorded this knew in the moment we got him. <laughs> we got him. Jordy, don't worry, man. It happens to the best of us, man. Yeah. They be, they be clipping yeah. stuff all the time, man. Don't worry, Jordy. Don't open the door. <laughs> we won't walk through. Let's move on to you and Keegan with six. Uh, Kev, you led the team uh, in deflections with six. Uh, Daddy, you choose one of the three. Huh? Oh. Whoa. 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 Hey. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I, I can't. I, I just can't. Malik, Malik, Malik is my hero. Oh, I love Malik Monk so much for this. This is just tremendous. Uh, Daddy, you choose one of the three. Oh, 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 Kevin. I love it. I love it. Got the oh, fog machine out and everything. They bring the fog machine on the road, man. You got to love it. Up. You got to love it, man. I love, man, I love this, I love team. this team, man. I love this team. This team is. This I love Jordy. Is, they're the best. Jordy's the best. I love Jordy. Lindsey, Malik, De'Aaron, uh, Kevin Herter. Come on, man. I love this team, man. I really do. Oh, man. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin Herter for bouncing back after that uh, just awful performance on the defensive end. And, again, it wasn't just Kevin Herter who mm-hmm. was bad on the defensive end against the uh, New Orleans Pelicans on, on on Sunday. But shout out to him for his response. Shout out to the Sacramento Kings for their response yeah. uh, on the defensive end for really the first half of that game. Again, the third quarter is not pretty, and I think Mike is going to spend some time going over that third quarter uh, mm-hmm. today and tomorrow, headed into the second game tomorrow night. But you look at that first quarter, you got to be happy with the way that they responded defensively. Uh, you got to be happy with the way they responded, period. Period. But particularly on the defensive. Period, end. right? Because that's what uh, Mike Brown was asking for. That's 100% what Mike, he was asking Mike for. Mike Brown said, I want to see how they respond. Yeah. And if they're a playoff team like we want them to be or all this other stuff, I want to see how they respond. They came out, they responded really good. They responded just being solid. Like they, they weren't spectacular, but I don't know. I mean, it would have been nice if they were like spectacular and had a 20-point lead at the end of the first quarter, but they were solid. They didn't panic. They didn't flinch. They didn't get out of what they were trying to do in that first half. They stayed the course. They played solid basketball, and that is something that you could rely on, mm-hmm. right? Like, if to me, they would have came out and uh, went up 20 or something like that. Yeah, I would have loved it. I would have liked to have seen it, but is that are they going to do that every time they they find a a, a rough patch or come off a bad loss probably not mm-hmm. i need to see them be solid in what they were doing and they were doing that i thought it was a hell of a response it from was. from this team yeah i'm a, i'm a, i'm 100% with you uh and you we said this you know a moment ago you just felt you felt the energy in mm-hmm. the first quarter mm-hmm. and i think uh a lot of that should be attributed to just the fact that De'Aaron Fox was out there i mean mm-hmm. you heard you heard guys talk about it yesterday. I think Keegan even said it in his telev- television post-game thing mm-hmm. where he's like, just his presence here uh, is a big difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malik and Trey were talking about it 
uh, with uh, I think it was Jason Anderson that was on the road for this one in the television broadcast. Yeah, by the way, for those that don't get that, Fifth he's tied with yeah. the Houston Rockets, just like he and, is with the yeah. Sacramento Kings. That's yeah. why he's at all of the Houston Sacramento <laughs> games. I think he goes to every game where the teams play each other. Is I don't he, know if he was there on Friday. Yeah, I don't know if he yeah. I, that's not something I was looking out for. Um but that's that's the tie-in. Those I think those are the only three teams he's in NBA teams mm-hmm. that he's with. I think he's with virtually every team in Houston. Mm-hmm. Every professional team in Houston. Okay. Okay. And Rockets, Kings, and and, and the Pacers. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, and, and and the NBA. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So that's why he was there last night. Yeah. Um. But I, again, love the response. I, I I think there are some other things we're talking about. Stephen Silas. Oh. Geez. Yeah. Stephen Silas. I let's run this this, this man out of his misery. This. This 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 brother is hurting right here. Here's Steven Silas, the Rockets coach, uh, following last night's game. They're not giving the effort on the defensive end. They're not getting after it like they're supposed to. They're not getting into their man and fighting over and helping each other. They're not doing what they're supposed to do, acting as if it doesn't matter. It matters. It matters. Disappointing. They're not giving the some of that sound familiar? Yeah. Different tone. Mm-hmm. Definitely a different tone from uh, from Steven Silas. But I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know if the Houston Rockets have the ability to respond to that type of thing right now. They're, they're a young team. They've got a, I, there's, there's a lot of players on that squad that I like. I also feel bad for some of the guys. I, I, I feel bad for Jamari Smith. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I, I think what happened to him at the draft was really unfair. Mm. Um, I get it's it's part of the game, and I think Orlando was a willing participant in that game. Mm-hmm. But I don't, you know, when Orlando's looking out for their franchise, they're looking out for themselves, and I don't think they ever once thought what that might mean to 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 Jabari to be the number one pick for months upon months upon months, and then all of a sudden, hours before the draft, it's yeah. like, <laughs> just kidding, he's not, yeah. and he's not the number two pick. And then here he is at number three, and people are like, wow, how did he fall? He fell to number three. And this is a brutal situation for him to try to develop in because the team is so young. You still got Jalen Green trying to develop. He's only one year into the league. You don't have that, you don't have that veteran player. And I like Steven Silas and have all the respect in the world for Steven Silas. And we talked about this the second he got that job. This is bad news for him. Oh, yeah. This, this is this is not this going is a, to be his job after this year. It's a brutal it first never, job to take. It was never meant for him to to succeed. He unfortunately had transition coach written all yeah. over him. Yeah. So he doesn't, you know, J- Jabari, even Jalen, they don't have that, that anchor anywhere. And you watch those guys go out there and try to play, and you hear the passion in Steven Silas. Like, mm-hmm. there's, he's got it. But if you don't have guys in the locker room who can mimic the passion that your coach has, mm-hmm. I don't know how you grow. That Hello? That's the Sacramento Kings for the last however many years. Right. When you don't have that anchor in the locker room that can, that can translate the passion of a coach, or maybe the coach doesn't have any passion. Maybe you got to have a guy in the locker room have that anchor. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, like if you don't have something there to help these guys develop – 
you're like running in circles. And I was watching Jabari last night. Like, I, what, what what's he supposed to do? Mm. Like, how does he get better? Like, how, how, like what's what does Jabari Smith's offseason look like? Mm. You know what I mean? And and I I, I walked away. I walked away from last night's game. Thrilled that the Sacramento Kings won. Mm-hmm. But from an NBA perspective, I legit felt bad for those young guys there because I don't I don't know what's next for them. I don't know I don't know how much longer they're gonna, you know, play this out. I don't know if they land with a top pick in the draft. And it's it, you know, there was some like mythical random end to the process. Okay, this was it. It's over now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what defined that, but if if Houston lands one two does that adjust how they approach free agency? Do you try to bring that veteran in to to a solid veteran to try to anchor these young guys? Or do you just throw more young guys out there for another year and ask them to figure it out? Because that, to me, does not feel like a recipe for success. Well, you know what? And this is like we, we go back in, in history just a little bit because um, this is kind of like <laughs> it feels like everything Vladi did I can understand it. Didn't work, but I can understand it. And this is what he was trying to do the Aaron Fox's rookie year when George Hill and Zach Ryan. Like, you can't have a bunch of 19, 20-year-olds on the team and just be like, just let the young guys play. Because you could potentially do more damage than good by having these guys go out there. You talk about Jabari Smith, I feel the same way. I had the same thoughts for Jalen Green. Jalen Green is like a 20-year-old young man Mm -hmm. who has the weight of an entire franchise on his back every single night. And that doesn't mean Singoon isn't any good or Jabari's not any good or Mike or Kevin Porter is no good or whatever, but he's got no real help. He's got no real guidance out there every night. And he's supposed to be the franchise and he's going up against NBA players. Mm -hmm. He's going up against the, the Sacramento Kings who are fighting to get to the playoffs for the first time. He's going up against Giannis and Tatum and Luka by himself, essentially. Yeah. You know, and he don't even have it all figured out. So, like, <clears throat> I don't, I don't know what Houston does. And I, and I asked the question on Twitter, and I'll bring it here. I'll bring it here because they got a lot of people had a lot to to say about it. Mostly was nose, but I asked the question. I said, right now, today. Because there was a lot of people that about a year ago today was like, blow it up. Blow it up. Let's tank. Tank. This is the only way you can get better. Tank, tank, tank. Move uh, Fox. I think they probably wanted to move Fox, build around Halliburton, all this other stuff. Tank, blow it up. Do what OKC's doing. Look at what Houston's doing. They're doing it right. <clears throat> today, on February 7th, would you trade spots with the Houston Rockets? If you were the Sacramento Kings, is this what y'all wanted? This is what y'all wanted. This is what I told you it was going to look like. And Houston, they've got a, a great young player, a really good young player in Jalen Green, really good young player in Jabari Smith, really good young player in Singoon. Singoon's really good. They yeah. they may end up getting Wembenyama. Like they have the potential to get that. And like I told you guys last year, they can have all that. They can't even begin to think about being a contender for anything for at least five years. At least. Mm-hmm. And Wimbayama is is otherworldly. Like he's 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 supposed to be the next coming. <clears throat> he ain't getting to the finals in three years. 
You know what I'm saying? Like LeBron, LeBron, we just got done talking about LeBron. LeBron didn't even make the playoffs his first season. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and had a couple. I don't couple, think he made it his second either, did he? I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to think of when he started I playing like he Washington. Made it his third, but I can't remember. But he wasn't. He he got to the finals. I think his fourth year in the NBA, and that's that's like the best case. Scenario. And that was massive overachievement. Massive. He Detroit overlooked Cleveland, and, and that's why they lost. It's, Had one of the most epic games in playoff basketball history. Absolutely. That's akin to uh, that situation. While you know you try not to take away from them, but that's like how I feel about the Mavericks beating the Suns last year mm-hmm. and getting to the West. They that wasn't supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. It wasn't in the script. <laughs> okay. Um, but, like, you talk about every, – and that's if everything goes perfect for Houston. They're not, can, they're not doing anything for another five years or so. So this is, what, this is what it looked like. This is what people were asking for, and this is what it looks like. Call in. Get in the chatty house. You can tweet me. People have been tweeting me or whatever. Let me know. Would you trade positions with the Houston Rockets today if you were, if you were a Kings fan? Because this is what it looks like. And I, I, I think that's often what people forget is it's ugly. It's ugly. It is ugly. And, you know, those you know, those those people that support the Houston Rockets, like they, they might see light at the end of the tunnel. And for them it's different. Mm-hmm. You know, Houston Houston had a run. Houston had legitimate championship potential mm-hmm. uh for a short time. So they're not dealing with uh the starvation mm-hmm. uh, that Sacramento mm-hmm. Kings fans uh, are dealing with um, to be relevant in this league once again. And and there's two things. Tyler Jennings says, what about OKC? <clears throat> and I heard people, what about OKC? What about Cleveland? I'm telling you, that's, OKC and Cleveland are two, three years into the rebuild. That's not what this would be if you would have scrapped it all last year. You would be where Houston is. And essentially, you'd probably be behind Houston because Houston has Jalen Green, Singoon, and Jabari Smith. If you're getting rid of everybody – you're, I don't know who's, nobody, you're San Antonio. Mm. You don't have nothing. So you can't compare, you guys were talking about it last year, and you wanted to blow it up last year. So you can't talk to me about OKC, who's three years into this thing. They have an SGA. They still ain't making the playoffs, but they have an SGA. Uh, you can't talk to me about Cleveland. They're three years into this thing. Can't talk to me about Memphis. They're four or five years into this thing. I'm talking to you about Houston, San Antonio. That's where you would be. And you're looking at, we already got 16 years, probably going to be another four or five years. We cool with that? You want Vivek to be okay with that? No. After we saw, remember what Golden One Center was looking like last year sometimes? Mm hmm. Come on, man. Let's get Lizzy in here real quick. 916 909 1320. What's happening, Lizzy? Yo, yo, what's popping, guys? What's up, man? Great question. What's good, bro? Hey, you ready for the Super Bowl this weekend? (laughs) <laughs> my bad HAL <laughs> I'm sorry Casey <laughs> that ain't even why I called brother hey you had a great question Casey uh, who would you swap places with uh, would it be worth it um, I was one of the people last year that said blow it up but hey Kings are winning We're, they're probably going to be the playoffs it's great but you know you can't really predict the future of what what's going to be the roof for the Kings you don't know how deep playoffs they'll go if they'll ever win a championship whatever if I was going to swap places with anybody, I would swap with the Orlando Magic. They have a plethora of good young players. Uh, I just feel like if they had a real coach, like Quinn mm-hmm. Snyder or someone like that, they could be popping. They could be winning. You got uh, the rookie of the year. 
You got Franz, you got Cole, you got uh, Markel Fultz. I think that would be a good team. And also the Thunder. Tyler Jennings stole my, my Thunder, so, yeah. Yeah, no, I understand all that, Lizzie, and I'm not saying they, that you're wrong, but that's not – Orlando's two, three years into this thing. Orlando got, what, three, first, four first-round picks on that roster? Mm-hmm. With Cole Anthony, Jalen mm-hmm. Suggs, uh, Wagner, and Paolo? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not, that's not where you would have been last year. You wouldn't have four first-round picks. You would have been at the bottom and staring. And Orlando's still second to last in the in the Eastern Conference or third to last or something like that. Like they ain't making third. the playoffs. Yeah, they're 22 um, and 32. They're better than all of the teams we're referencing now, but they're still not good. Oh yeah, so, yeah, I like I, I understand those things, but that's not the premise. Y'all was talking about blow it up last season, and you'd be looking at San Antonio and Houston right now. Let's come back. Let's talk about the effort Malik Monk had last night. And I want to talk about Davion Mitchell as well. There was a lot of talk about him yesterday. I have some thoughts on that, and we'll dive into that. Uh, 916-909-1320 if you want to get in on the phone lines as well. Uh, we're just getting started. Coach Patrick ahead. Uh, Jason Jones ahead. Uh, we're here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. D-Lo and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Jesse, I can't hear none. Are we back? No. Like we're on the air? Like we're on? Hey, hey, welcome <laughs> in. Hey, I think we got to. Tell me up in my headphones. Yeah. Uh, is this thing on? <laughs> well, we've got some partial news from Shams. The Sacramento Kings are closing in on a deal with Brooklyn to acquire Nets forward Kessler Edwards. And that's all we've got. Mm. We don't have anything else. No, we nothing. The, we, uh, we, we we don't we we don't know the we don't know the parameters to this yet. Uh, it, and, and it doesn't. The, it just says the Kings are closing in on a deal. The Nets last night were just like, man, you know, it's just never going to work with Kessler Edwards and Cam Thomas. So we, one of them <laughs> got to go. <laughs> Cam, Cam Thomas is a juggernaut now on the offensive end. Twenty-two um, year old kids from 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 California. Um, let's see. Nets are finalizing a trade. This from Woj. 
Nets are finalizing a trade to send uh, Kessler, Edwards, and Cash to the Kings. Sources tell ESPN the Nets save a total of $8 million in salary and luxury tax and open up a roster spot. Edwards still has to approve trade because he has a one-year bird rights restriction in his deal. Well, that's interesting. Hmm. I don't think I've ever heard of that before. I, I haven't either. I haven't either. Um, the thing is, Kessler Edwards have a no trade clause. How does this work? <laughs> How does a twenty-two year old get a no trade clause? <laughs> I'm assuming this is for the trade exception. That's what it sounds like. But is there a roster spot? I think KZ. I think I, I thought they did have. They one. Say, they, did they, because they put KZ on the because yeah the two way um, deal. Well, when they wave Moneki and then they signed the ten day for um, oh what's right. his name and right. they, they just didn't they, they had they had a, they've had a couple of guys under ten way uh, t- uh, ten days. Mm-hmm. Uh, Berton is the latest. He didn't play last night. Mm. Uh, I, I I I guess that's the roster spot right there. Uh, if if there's no player involved and there very well uh may not be yeah it doesn't um, seem like there is um sam bassini mm-hmm. uh i think he's of the athletic right uh he he watches all these guys i trust him actually dig this for the kings sharp team defender bench filler but one that makes sense to bet on okay i'm watching a game right now where he went for 30 something in the uh in this G League game, 36 and 10 rebounds. So Probably I, doesn't hurt that he went to the uh, school of uh, one Douglas Dale that's Christie. Correct. That's correct. I, um, I, I'm not familiar with Kessler as much in the NBA as I am his college time. When, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, he's so nice in college. But I remember watching him, watching Pepperdine a little bit. And he, you know, he was solid. He was solid. So um not sure where <laughs> – where, uh, he fits in with these kings, but maybe Monty and 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 Mike Brown see something that they potentially could use. Yeah, I mean he's a a, a former second round pick, small forward position. These are the moves that I think we're gonna see from yes. the Kings. This is the type of stuff we're yes. gonna see. The uh, you know Doma stuff that was last year. I, I you know it was we, we we were talking about teams that are building and going through this process and you know I, I think people are going to look at with the current and and, and 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 certainly Sacramento needs to close this out I think uh, no one you couldn't tell a media person on the planet that Indiana isn't going to work out well mm-hmm. but if this proves to be successful for both franchises and it's obviously so far it very much is that Sabonis Halliburton trade mm-hmm could actually wind up being the blueprint for things we see from teams like Houston, mm. teams like Orlando, mm. Oklahoma City, these young these 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 young teams loaded with really raw young talent yeah. taking one of those high-end guys and you know what we yeah, you know we've got a lot of these really talented guys here. Let's let's make a move. This person has is 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 out there on the block. He would be a massive help for us. Let's get out there and make a move. It, it could wind up being something we see a lot more from teams like that who are loaded with young talent. Yeah, and and let's let's be I'll be fair too when I say when you talk about the Houston's and the OKC's and uh, even Orlando to a certain degree, like that's part of tanking as well, right? 
just accumulating as many assets as you can mm-hmm. to eventually move a couple of those for a megastar. You know, maybe you draft a megastar and then you take two or three of the other good players that you drafted and go get another megastar. Like that's that's the blueprint. There's so many moving parts with that, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to get the right guys drafted. Then you need to have the superstar available, you know, at the time. Like, right now, if you're OKC or you're Houston or something, the superstar doesn't seem to be really available. And I don't know when he's going to be available. Like, Bradley Beal is maybe the, the closest thing to that. But I don't know. We're we're talking about another maybe year or two before somebody is available of that and, nature. And Brad has never expressed interest in leaving. No, no. He, he's just like Dame Lewis. He's never expressed interest in leaving where he's at. Maybe it was Donovan Mitchell. Maybe I was mm. the guy. Maybe Cleveland's whole scenario worked out for them. You know, because they pounced on a guy like Donovan Mitchell. But you know, now you're getting into uh, um, you're getting into a bidding war. Right. Oh my! You get into a bidding war. Like it's not oh guaranteed. We've got the assets. They want to come here. Now you might have to deal with the Lakers. You know now you might have to deal with the the Knicks or the Celtics or something like that. Teams with lineage. So there's so many moving parts. But I, I agree with you. Could be the blueprint moving forward. Kessler hasn't played since December 10th. Hmm. He's only played 14 games all season. Bobby Marks is tweeting about this, and I always have a great respect for what Bobby Marks says. Bobby Marks always breaking down stuff by the numbers. Um, Brooklyn would create um, 1.6 million trade exception with this. Uh, Edwards under contract for two more years, 1.6 next year, 1.9 in the 2023-2024 season. Uh, He has roughly 650,000 remaining uh, for this season. Of course, that's, again, uh, Bobby Marks. Uh, referring to Kessler Edwards here. Uh, but, yeah, he hasn't played. Uh, he played 34 minutes against Indiana mm. on December 10th. His play has been really sporadic. Before that, he had played a few nights before. He played one minute versus Boston. Um, he has just not been a part of what Brooklyn is doing this year. Yeah. Um, so this is obviously in his best interest to – be here. Yeah, you get to uh, play. You get an opportunity. Well, maybe. Probably. He yeah, probably gets to play. <laughs> but uh, there. I certainly I, I'll, I'll be interested to see what this looks like. I know a lot of us uh, are still kind of eyeballing that backup five position mm-hmm. uh, and what that may look like uh, for Sacramento. Uh, this, this, is a, this, is, this is a small forward position. Um, a small forward who's been pretty inactive this year. So, uh, Say this, uh, we've said it uh, a handful of times. If you trust Monty, uh, trust this move here. Uh, from Adrian Wojnarowski, Edwards is expected now to approve the trade. Sources tell ESPN Kings intend to give Edwards an opportunity to play with their G League affiliate in Stockton. But with two days to go until the trade deadline, his future will remain fluid. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Look, to be honest with you, there's nothing wrong with that. A guy like Kessler Edwards, who are always talking about, you know, the G League, if that's where he ends up being, um, building that up, developing guys. This is a young guy that uh, maybe you could develop. Get him with uh, Coach Bobby Jackson down there in Stockton mm-hmm. and, and see what he's got. So I, I know it's not like um, – Speaking of, before we – congrats mm-hmm. to Namias Kata, G oh, yeah, League yeah. All-Star. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that, man. Big ups to him, man. 
Um, but yeah, like absolutely try and build up that program down there. That's part of what you're trying to do when you're trying to build up the Sacramento Kings is building up what you got down there in Stockton as well. All right. Uh, so the first little move uh, that Sacramento has made is in the books now with Kessler Edwards headed to Sacramento uh, in a deal with Brooklyn. And again, no name has been attached to this deal. Uh, the Kings did have a trade exception that they had to use or they couldn't use it. And the fact that Brooklyn is clearing a ton of cap space says that's all this was. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trade exception used to acquire the money works. It makes sense. Uh, the trade exception that the Kings had used to acquire uh, Kessler Edwards of Brooklyn. And now his future uh, may be with Stockton, at least his foreseeable future uh, may be with Stockton. But we will certainly see moving forward as we are just about 50 hours no, we don't do math on this show, but just about 50 hours uh, from the trade deadline. You're listening to D-Lo and KC on KIFM West Sacramento, 98.5 FM, KRXQ, HD2 Sacramento, ESPN 1320, always live on the free Odyssey app, live on twitch.tv slash ESPN 1320 as well, youtube.com slash ESPN 1320. If you're watching on YouTube, we hope that you'll hit the thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button as well. Continue to help that channel grow and reach more people uh we appreciate all of the people who are tapping in now to get their sacramento kings news Mm -hmm. uh, first deal of trade season at least as it pertains to sacramento made Uh, of course it is a small one though but we're all monitoring our push notifications to see if that backup five is out there or what might be out there uh, for monty mcnair but first up is kessler edwards so we'll keep an eye on that if there's anything more regarding that deal that we could pass along to you of course, we absolutely will. Okay, see, we were talking about young players a moment ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to attempt to bring back a conversation we were having yesterday. Uh, the internet has been having, Kings fans have been having, mm-hmm. uh, and that you and James uh, got into a, a discussion about, and that's that's Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Um, actually, it's not. It's Davion Mitchell. Shout out off uh, Donovan not, Mitchell. Got I mean, me. I wouldn't. Even, I, I was going to let it slide. I think the Kings should go acquire Donovan Mitchell. I had an epiphany. You won't believe it. Speaking of uh, Donovan Mitchell, real quick. You know, can, can I point out that just Kessler Edwards' middle name is Donovan, and that's where it came from because mm. we were talking about during the commercial break. Donovan Edwards sounds like a star. That sounds that's, like a uh, thought, top I, ten scorer in league. I was wondering where you got that name from. Yeah, Don, Donovan Edwards. Yeah, that sounds like a star. That sounds that that, that that's, that sounds like money. Um. Keegan Murray with his three-pointers last night. I forgot the exact numbers, but he's uh, – Tim Maxwell was talking about he's on pace for 200. <laughs> yeah, it's it, – it, and, and I – you know, I Donovan Mitchell's rookie I, I, I appreciate the, the, the work that the, the, the television team does. I think they, I think they missed that. Uh-oh. They kept talking about the franchise record with Bogey where it was like, yo, he has a real chance at the NBA record. Oh, they never mentioned the NBA. I record. never heard them mention oh, the okay. they kept mentioning uh I think um that he broke the the single game single record. game record. Yeah, Ricky Barry. And he's approaching Bogey's record, which he he very well could break tonight. Who needs to see LeBron James when you could see <laughs> Uh, Keegan Murray break Bogey's record in in what fifty three games. That's like uh, Warriors fans who watch their game over Kobe's game. 
Well, that was a record. I I, I don't fault them for that. Uh, I, I would have watched Kobe's. I always said if you were quick with, with the remote, you saw the only part that mattered. <laughs> if you were quick with the remote, you saw the buzzer go off and win 73 happen. That game was a blowout, too. I it was trash. Yeah. Yeah, it was trash. Um, I mean, there is a DVR, too, by the way. <laughs> that, that's a thing. There is the internet. That, 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 that is a thing as well. Uh, but yeah, I thought I think they missed that that mm. like Keegan Murray has a real shot at Donovan Mitchell's uh, yeah. NBA record. Um, but the person I was attempting to talk about was actually Davion Mitchell, and we saw we saw that defensive Davion last mm. night. We saw that moment that gets clipped and shared on Twitter tens of thousands of times right Mm -hmm. we saw that last night and we've had this you know you know James has his feelings about Davion and and I I think there are some Kings fans who are like hey you get you know I saw this a lot in the, the the YouTube comments from some of yesterday's videos you guys were just wrong about Davion like he's cool on defense he just doesn't have anything to offer offensively like he maybe he's just not the right fit for this team I just think our assessment in this young man was off and my 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 thought yesterday is you and James were were going back and forth, and this is regularly my feeling because I do feel like, and we've told we told him this. This isn't a secret. James is really hard on Davion. He's a second year player. We're ready to be done with Davion Mitchell. Like we collectively believe Davion has gotten as good as he can get 120-something games into his career? Mm. That's a no for me, dog. (laughs) I'm going to vote no on that one. And I had very high hopes for Davion entering this season Mm. because I – I thought of all of the guys on this roster, he would probably be the easiest to establish a clear, defined role. And that hasn't necessarily been the case. But, man, I'm not ready to give up on Davion. I'm not ready to be done with Davion. I think Davion still has a ton to offer this team. Um, You know, I I think we talk about getting in the gym and working and no days off and – and 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 the, uh, the 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 videos that he puts out in the office, yo, that's that's all great. Let's work with Mike and Jordy and 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 Jay and DC and Liz. Let's work with the coaching staff and figure out, hey, what do y'all want from me? Mm. What can I best do to make the biggest impact on this team? Yeah. Working hard is a phenomenal characteristic to have. Working smarter might be just as good. And I feel like Davion might need to go from working harder to working smarter. What is his role on this team, and how can he solidify it heading into next year? I think any adjustments, he's just going to have to find it for the next 30 games. Like, he's he's just going to have to do it himself. Mm -hmm. But in this offseason, like, I'm not even remotely close to being ready to see Davion's time with Sacramento done. I agree with you 100%, man, and and I'm not not exactly sure what people want. Like when you talk about as a backup point guard, what you what you want the guy to be. I mean, Bones Island, I'm not exactly sure. I can look it up real quick what he's doing. I want to say he's probably like 12 points a game or something like that. 
Bones Highland, yeah, 12 points a game exactly, 12.1. Um, but he's like a, a top-tier backup point guard. Tyus Jones um, for, for Memphis, another top-tier backup point guard. Uh, those guys, there's like a handful of those guys. The rest, you're talking about a guy that's averaging six, seven, eight points a night. Like that's – Davion's averaging 5.8 points per night. And you're talking about his offense. Like that's – do I think he can do better? Do I want him to see do, uh, to do better? Absolutely. But it's not the end of the world. You're not a losing team or anything because of your backup point guard. I really don't even think I, – I, if you took, if you took uh, Bones Highland or Tyus Jones and put them and backed them up behind Darren Fox, I don't even think your win total would be much different. Hmm. I really don't. Like – what Davion gives on the offense is almost a, a bonus. His job is to be a front-line defender, and he does that as good as anybody in this league, especially coming off the bench. And we were talking about on J Street Vibes and, and Jason Jones, he, he read off his, his last uh, few games, his minutes log. It's all over the place. It's all over the place. Like, it's somebody, especially somebody like Davion, he's not Lou Williams. He's he's not uh, Terrence Ross or anybody like that. Like most of these guys aren't those guys. They're going to need consistent minutes to get into a flow to understand. Hey, I got these minutes coming up. These are where my shots are coming from. These are where my opportunities are coming from. I'm gonna be locked in. You look at his last game. He goes 17 last night, 29, 22. I'm talking about his minutes played. 10 minutes, 12 minutes, 18, 18, 12, 12, 11, 11, 10, 20, 11. They're all over the place. Mm. Like, how are you getting in a rhythm when you don't have, when you get in rhythm offensively, mm. when you don't have consistent offense? Now, the answer to that is if I'm Mike Brown, Jordy Fernandez, those guys, hey, man, whatever you give me on offense is cool. Mm-hmm. But defense is something that I know you can bring every night. And that's what we're looking for. And to be honest with you, I think he's doing what the coaches are asking him to do. Like, do once again, do they want him to score a little bit more? Sure, sure. He's he's not like perfect on the offensive end, but they're asking him, "Hey, come in there, run the team uh, on the offensive end, and make sure that you're at the front line on the defensive end." And we may call you again in that fourth quarter in crunch time to guard somebody. Be ready for that. He does all that. He does all that. I think it's been way overblown, um, Davion Mitchell and all this other stuff. And like we talked about yesterday, you look at him in the two games he started over the weekend and he didn't play well at all. And you're like, well, you know, uh, if if Fox goes down, this team's in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, Good if, call. If, if any of these guys that are the best players on their team goes down, yeah. the team is going to be in trouble. Yes. That's solid basketball <laughs> analyst right there. Uh, 916-909-1320. Uh, Luke Walton on the line. Uh, Ross. Our, our man Ross is on the line. Ross, what's happening? You know, as a coach, I just Oh, man, look at Ross. Wow. <laughs> no, this is Luke. This is Luke. It's got to be Luke. <laughs> what's you know, up, Ross? played under me for a little bit, so yep. I know better than anybody. Yep, no doubt. Uh, no, all jokes aside, uh, Davion, man, the guy is closer to a – a good NBA player than he is a bad NBA player. He's mm-hmm. got his defense figured out. Um, he does things on offense. Like his dribbles are good. He keeps his dribble alive. Um, his confidence right now. 
I mean, the guy is so close. I want to bring up uh, Marcus Smart because um, mm-hmm. he's obviously not as big as Marcus Smart. But if you look at Marcus Smart's first four years, they're almost exactly the same as Davion's. And what nobody talks about is when free agency came around for Marcus Smart, it was crickets. Like, you can look up the articles. Nobody wanted Smart, and he kind of went back and figured out a deal with Boston. So a player like that, it don't happen overnight. you got to yeah. – Stick with these defensive guys, and if they can become offensive players, then they're really special. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm with Davion for you know for as long as he wants to be here. Yeah, it's good yeah. stuff. Appreciate you, Ross. Absolutely. Uh, again, nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty, and and that's part of the I think the the discussions about Davion Mitchell. It's, it's part of the the downside to the draft process, especially for us. Right? When I say us, I mean us collectively. We're we unfortunately have been so ingrained in it for so long. Mm -hmm. And not only ingrained in the draft process, like every fan of of teams, regardless of where you're drafting, like it's important to you. Kings are always in the lottery. (laughs) And, you know, we're we're analyzing this and that and who goes with this and who goes with that. What's the long-term plan? What's the short-term plan? And I think when we talk about Davion, it, it, it gets, you know, when we talk about these draft picks, same is probably true uh, for Keegan Murray, just as it was Tyrese, just as it was, you know, every other player that's been drafted. Mm-hmm. We really accentuate the positives. Like, we really, really highlight the positives. Like, that was one of the difficult things for me last year with Jaden Ivey, is all I wanted to do was talk about how great he could be offensively and how dynamic he could be and what a playmaking score he could be as years to come in this league. When the flaws were very clear, the flaws are still flaws that Jaden Ivey's going to have to work through as a pro. We did the same thing with Keegan Murray. Like, we put a ceiling on Keegan Murray, but we spent more time talking about the great things we could do instead of talking about some of the things that could hinder them in the pros. Mm-hmm. And that's that's our fault, right? That's our fault collectively for how we handle the draft process. So when we see something that we're not talking about through that entire process, it's almost like it comes as a surprise. Oh, wait a minute. Y'all said Davion was going to grow as an offensive player. Yeah, you're right. We did. Okay, maybe he's not fully developed in year two. Maybe there are some more things that he's got to be able to accomplish. Maybe there's some more work that he has to do. But the things that we highlighted on the defensive end are all very true right now, and there has to be value to that. 100%. Now, I'll, I'll blow people's minds again with a little something when they worry about his offense and he's not as good offensively and all this other stuff. Field goal percentage is up. Shooting 45% this year, shot 41% last year. His three-point percentage is up. Shot 31% last year, shooting 33% this year. His free throw percentage is up. Shot 66% last year, shooting 70% this year. The only thing that's down is his minutes. Hmm. He played 27 minutes a night last year. He's only playing 18 minutes this this year. Let's grab let's grab Lewis right now because we got Coach Patrick set to join us in, a, in, in, in just a minute, and I want to get Lewis in here first. Lewis, what's happening? Hey, not much. Hey, hey, guys. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Lewis, Wait a minute. Lewis calling from the set of so Fast sorry. and Furious 10. You know what? I'm sorry. You guys really caught me, like, walking into the grocery store. But I'll say this. <laughs> Davion Mitchell, um, I thought Coach Brown um, moved away from him a little bit quick, and I think I feel like it cost us a game. Um, you know, we lost by three with Malik Monk coming down the stretch in the fourth quarter, 
And, um, you know, he had four turnovers. Um, mm. I thought he had a little bit of a, a short leash with it. Mm. Mm. Okay. I, the, we'll, we'll, okay, here's what we'll do. Let's, let's table that conversation. Uh, we'll come back. We'll, we'll, we'll talk more about Davion Mitchell. We'll talk a lot more about the Sacramento Kings. I, I don't know if he, re- he was talking about the Pacers game. I don't even that's know if he. I, I think he's talking. I think he's yeah, talking about the Pacers game because yeah. that's where you know Davion was. That that was a bit of a a, a tough game for Davion. Coach Patrick's going to join us. We obviously got a lot more Kings talk on the way. Uh, Jason Jones coming up the final hour of the show. Stealing with KC here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Live on the Odyssey app, live on twitch.tv slash ESPN1320, youtube.com slash ESPN1320, and live with our favorite coach, yeah, Coach Patrick. There we go. Sac State Hornets men's basketball. Coach, man, Coach, what's your favorite movie? (laughs) 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 What do you want to talk about today, Coach? Well, tell us us about you people, Coach. (laughs) Have you seen you people? Coach, give us your thoughts on give us your funny. I haven't seen new you people yet, but it looked funny. I need to watch some comedy, man. I need some laughter going on. (laughs) Are you a Kenya Barris fan? You watch blackish or grownish or mixedish or any of those things? Like I like like blackish. My favorite movie is like Shawshank Redemption, so I feel like I'm in the prison. I know I've never seen it. I've never seen Shawshank. Coach, (laughs) with the way the last week has gone, Coach, don't watch that. <laughs> let's let's find let's find something. You people's the perfect movie, man. Let's let's find something. Let's let's find something happy and 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 cheerful for you for for you watch. You're you're all smiles right now. Obviously, losing's part of the process. You're you guys. You're in all of these games. Uh, yeah. you, you guys, you, you're gonna have this. You're gonna have that Wilt Chamberlain number here pretty soon, where like your players are averaging more minutes per game than are actually in a college basketball game. You guys are going to overtime so often. But I I, I, I know it's got to be, you know, it's got to be tough when you get to those overtime games and they don't go your way. You know what? It, it's tough, and I always got to bring it back to like, yes, we're still learning, you know, but but we always seem to be up or down or up. Even last on Saturday night, you know, we're up with two, two with, with uh, eight seconds to go in the game and, uh, you know, make an error. And uh, the game goes to overtime, and we can't we can't get stops. But it shouldn't have got to that point, and that's what I'm trying to get get our guys to know. The mistakes made at the beginning of the game are just as just as crucial as the mistakes you know made at the end of games. And so um, I'm just hopeful that learning curve happens quicker quicker than most. But I but I know you know that that I was brought here to kind of guide this plane, and there's going to be some turbulence here and there. And you know my job is to try to steady that steady this plane and and get this thing going back in the right direction. Coach, you've been around a lot of basketball, man, and and have you seen uh, a year, have you been a part of a year quite like this with so many close games? Like, feels like almost all of them have been close. No, I, I haven't, you know, and and you know, that's one thing with the team I'm kind of, like year one, I'm usually, usually getting blasted by 15 or 20 or, or, or you know, your team quits or, or you got guys, Leaving the program halfway through because they don't—they're not—they're not trusting what you're doing. Um, we don't have that, so the, the the close games have not been the case. I've either won some early or got got blown out. But uh, this has been a good learning curve for me because I've had, I've never had to draw up so many late game plays in my in my life. I've only got so much in my head, man. So I'm always like, man, 
what what can I pick up? Because you don't you're not in those situations a lot right. during the course of the college season. And we've had every situation you can think about, sideline with two seconds to go, in line with one second to go. Um, so it's helped my team kind of learn how to adapt in those situations. I'm just hopeful that we can continue to push through the door more than we haven't uh, as of late. I think you got great perspective on this, Coach. That's part of the reason, uh, you know, Sac State brought you in here. But how how are your players receiving this? Because it's, it's, it's got to be dejecting to walk off the floor uh, after, you know, overtime game after overtime, especially, you know, as, as you said this weekend, those, those games you feel like you have in hand. You know, so, some of it's dejecting and and some of it is, and I, and I addressed this, I'm like, when you, when you haven't won at the level that I, we all, that I expect them to win at, some of it's they're they're just happy to be in these games. Like they think it's okay to be to mm. be up by one at halftime against Eastern Washington and lose. They think it's okay to be uh, a chance to beat Montana State. Like like I'm trying to teach them like it's not okay. Like we're supposed to beat them. Um, that that so I don't think that the lo- the losing hurts, but it doesn't hurt as much to them yet. You know, mm. and I think that because I think there's a there's a complacent part that you know we're doing better than we were last year or the year before. And even the guys I've got from from the portal, which is the, the, the transfer world, some of them have left situations where they've, where they've quite frankly lost before. Or some of them have left situations where they haven't played a lot. And so they're just happy to be playing. So I'm just trying to get all those, uh, you know, all that in, in, into one season just, just very hard and trying to trying to get this group going in the right direction. Is it is it fair to, like, paraphrase what you just said? Is it, it doesn't hurt as much as you would like it to for them? It, it, correct. You yeah. know, it doesn't hurt as much as I, you know, it's, it, and it's this day and age of kid that you're dealing with, but it's also, um, you know, I want to be, I want to win the big sky, you know, and I, and that's it. And that's my goal mm-hmm. here. And I want them to know that. Um, and that losing hurts, you know, not playing, losing hurts when you make mistakes that you shouldn't make. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna miss shots, right? That, that happens with the game, but when you're missing, Blockouts, you missing defensive assignments. I, I sound like my man Silas last night at, oh. <laughs> with the rock. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not quite there yet, but but that's the stuff over the course of time that that begins to begins to hurt when you, you've been somewhere now. He's been there three years. Uh, I'm sure it's more frustrating to him than it is, uh, is to me right now. Don't walk out on us, coach. Don't walk out on us. They're, they're not doing <laughs> no, what they're no, supposed no. to do. <laughs> we felt so bad for Stephen Silas last night. That was <laughs> tough. That was tough to but, see. But it get, it gets tough, man. When you get when you get young kids and you do the scouting report and and you tell tell them you know point man and ball and they don't do that, mm-hmm. um, it becomes frustrating, especially when you're dealing with pros like he's dealing with. Yeah, yeah. it's funny you say that because like like I said, I'm coaching some ten year olds and I'm talking to them about point man and ball, and I guess it's still college guys. You got to tell them, hey, point man and ball. Like these are things that you know you and I and you would think. Uh, the, the get ingrained in their head at this age of like ten and eleven years old, but to this it's, day you're still teaching those things, huh? No, no. Well, because everybody does shell drill, you do it. I'm sure with mm-hmm. your ten year olds, we do it in college. They do it in the NBA. I keep telling them the teams that do shell drill at the elitist level around the world are the teams that are good. Mm-hmm. Like, and so look at the Grizzlies. Look at the whoever's winning the NBA at the moment it ain't going to be because of the offense It's going to be the defense is, is, is impacting yeah. the game. And so whether it be the Miami heat, you know, every night they're going to be good. I don't care who you put on their roster. Yeah. It's going to be a, it's going to be a fight. Cause that's what they, that's what they uh, demand, you know? And so um, 
that's where we're at. That's where I'm at that right Coach, now. Coach Patrick going to be in speaking to the Sacramento Kings next weekend, talking like that. <laughs> well, look, I wanted, I wanted to ask Coach about that because, Coach, you know, we look in front of the team, we can say like, you guys got to play defense, and it's right, right. You got to play defense, right? But I look at somebody like the Kings, right, and it's like they don't have the defensive weapons, and the best thing they do is score. So as a coach, like how do you how do you maybe compartmentalize, especially you as a defensive coach, being like, man, I wish they'd play defense, but the best thing we do is score. We do it at an elite level. How do I keep them like wanting to play defense, but also understanding like, hey, we got to get our 120 up. Like how does that balance work out? Yeah. You know, it's like we're the number two offensive team in the league. Like you wouldn't think that. So I keep telling them we're number we're the number sorry number two defensive offensive team in the league, but it's still equating to three losses in a row. So mm-hmm. until you guard, like it doesn't matter how nice how sweet our offense looks, and and I feel good that I draw. It doesn't matter unless you go down there and guard. And what I try to tell them is like defense is the ticket to the fast break. So mm-hmm. you get a stop now you can go and do, do what you want because I do give them um, the first eight seconds of the clock to do what the heck they want to do, and then I, then it's my then it's my time to to run offense. And so that's what I try to uh, give them the beta, you know, and it's hard, man. Like we lead the league in rebounding, you know, we, we damn near in the country in rebounding. Um, but until we defend, we're going to have nights like where it's, it's going to be like this, you know, and yeah. um, I'm just hopeful that it, it, it rears its head here soon. I changed the lineup. If that helped you on, on yeah. Saturday, yeah. I put a freshman in the starting lineup and first play of the game, he takes a charge. Second play of the game, he dives on the floor. Mm. And so the tone was set. You know, and and I'll and I'll do it again until until I get guys that can defend and 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 rebound the way that I expect them to. If I play for coach, man, I'd be shooting with uh, in the first seven seconds, like the shot clock was running down to zero. <laughs> well, you give me eight seconds, let me go to work real quick. Let me get the hey, hey, There's twenty two seconds on the shot clock. The Shoot, as long as it's a three or your feet are in the paint, man, go ahead and do it. Coach, we talked. Uh, the Kings had a tough one on uh, Sunday. And, you know, there was the, the, the King's Universe. Yeah, King's Universe was falling apart that night. And it was like, oh, man, this 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 is the moment like it's happening. And there, there there was kind of a moment where it's like, hey, look, look around the scoreboard. Like Denver just lost by 30 to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Right. Like those those games happened. The Kings had lost two in a row at that point. But all in all, they're still in a playoff spot. They're still in the third seed. Your goal is to win the big sky. It's still very, very attainable for you. How how much are you still reiterating to your team? Like, hey, we had a goal to start this season. It's still very much in reach. How badly do you guys want to get to it? Oh, all the time, you know. And I try to make put. The, I try to put our season into into fourths, you know, and in into four to four quarters. And we're in the start of our last quarter. So, like, what can we do in game one this week, which is at Northern Arizona? Can we just go one and zero, oh, and then we'll focus on? The next game, which is Northern, which is Northern Colorado, which would be hopefully two and zero. So that's kind of how I try to focus it because these guys you can't can't look too far down the road with, you know. And I think even our fans and even some of my parents, so I'm guessing NBA fans, like the Kings have been on the road like a week or ten days already, oh, right? Man. And I think they still got two still more got days left. When they come yeah. back, yeah, one more on the road. I mean, it's hard, man, to be on the road, to win, to live in a hotel. I don't care you're making ten million dollars, forty million dollars. That's some long. You know, it's, it's hard, you know, and, and uh, so if they come off a road trip with us with a, I don't know if they got six, this is a six game road trip. If they seven. Come back, yeah, it's seven. seven. They're three seven. and three right now. 
Yeah, so you come back four and three, I would think you'd take that at the beginning of the season for yeah. for, for any team, for you sure. know, yeah. and um, especially for a new team like them. And so we're in the same boat. Can we can we split on the road every week? Is my goal. If we can go two and zero, that's great. And I'm sure Mike is preaching the same thing to his young young squad. Coach, we're uh, we're on the precipice of um, one of the what is no, that not mean? one of. <laughs> <laughs> we're at the beginning can he use the school word sex state that's a, a little sex state word for you right there <laughs> we are on the precipice of like basketball euphoria i call it that because everybody talks about march madness but it all lines up perfectly right like high school it's about to enter playoffs. I think they got like one week left of regular season in high school playoffs, yeah. and you go into uh, conference championships and March Madness and then the NBA playoffs right around the corner. Do you get a chance um, – you've been in college for, for a while now, but do you get a chance to like watch high school playoffs and just enjoy it? I know there's recruiting and stuff like that, but do you just get an opportunity to just enjoy high school playoffs? I love high school basketball playoffs. Oh, it's great stuff. Man, love it. I love it. I took my kids last week. I went to – and I'm not cutting. Last last week, I happened to go to Sakai versus Capital Christian mm. in uh, in Sakai in near my hood. That thing was like rocking, you know, yeah. just the atmosphere. And for my kids to see that that, that this is going on in Sac, you know, I went to uh, Christian Brothers the other week. I've been to Rio American. I think my guys today are going up to Elk Grove mm. uh, to watch a game. So yeah, I love it. I think high school playoffs to me is the most purest um, basketball there is, you mm. know, and and. For me, that was still my funnest time in, in, in high school. The playing, uh, the 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 your JV guys coming to cheer you on, your cheerleading, like that's a big deal yeah. to me, and I and I and I love it, and I try to get as much as I can, yeah. especially being new here in Sac. Yeah, let's, let's go get a couple. To to. Let's go get a couple uh, wins in the cold, coach. Let's go. Let's go get a couple. Man, yeah. let's go. Cold in the altitude, bro. Yeah, let's yeah. go. Yeah. I Flagstaff. I, I love it. But there you go, hey, man. But I keep man. saying it, you know. Go, hey, I think I got some eligibility. If you, you need a shooter, no, he doesn't. You know, Didn't you, you just shooter, hear this man talking about I could, defense? I could take a, I could take a PE class or a music class. Well, that's what I got to take. J.R. Smith went back to school. Come on, that's right. J.R. Smith played more defense than Kenny did. <laughs> no, he did. <laughs> I'd argue he did. <laughs> he went back to school for <laughs> clock management. That was. <laughs> we appreciate you, Coach. Good luck this week, man. All right, guys. Thanks so Thank much. Coach. All right. See that's the man, Coach David Patrick, right there. Sac State going to bounce back this week. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. They're going to have to because they're playing in the cold. They got to get them wins and get up out of there. It's too cold to lose. Get them wins and get up out of there. But, like, yeah. it's, it's, it's funny how many times we can draw the correlation between what Coach Patrick is dealing with and what Mike Brown and the Sacramento Kings are dealing mm-hmm. with or even just us as Kings fans because – you know, it, it, losing you losing three in a row, especially in a short season for coach, that, that's, that's that's tough. Yeah. But his goal is still attainable, and that's the that's the whole point. Like seasons are long. Mm-hmm. Obviously, an NBA season is really long for those college players. This it's not as long as an NBA season. It feels long for them. Like they're living it. They're going to class. They're doing all of the different things that they have to do that accompanies being a student athlete. But despite these three losses and lineup changes and 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 overtime losses and blowing leads, your goal before the season is still attainable. Still right there. For it's you. still right there for you, and you've got to take some steps to be able to accomplish that. 
But that squad's right there to do it. And if I if I want anybody leading my team, man, it's going to be Coach David Patrick. 100%. I always, like, you know, I'm always careful saying this because, you know, I, I want to win just as much as anybody. Like, it, win. Win the game. Like, that's, you know, and take advantage of the opportunity that's in front of you. But Sac State, much like the Sacramento Kings, you're at the beginning of this, this build yeah. that you're yep. doing. Like, yep. and you're not going to go from – you just signed Coach David Patrick, or you just signed Mike Brown, and all right, we were weren't good last year, but now we're going to be um, a, a, a twelve seed in the NCAA tournament, or we're going to be the three seed in the Western Conference. Like those things usually don't happen out of nowhere like this. There's steps and there's uh, progressions throughout the building of a program. And they're, like, mirroring each other right now. Like, Sac State got off to a really good start, Mm -hmm. hit a roadblock. But like you mentioned, they can still achieve their goal, get into the NCAA tournament, win the Big Sky tournament. They can still do that. Sacramento Kings got off to a hot start. They're still pretty much uh, on a hot start. Well, they didn't get off to a hot start. But, you know what I mean, they they took off after a while. And, you know, if they fall to the fourth seed behind the Clippers – your goal is still right there in front of you. Make the playoffs. Yep. Be a top six team. So, you, shoot, you goal know. was. What were we talking? Play in. Yeah. And and yeah. and then it was like, hey, I think this team's good enough to get to a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. And took all the sideway looks and rolled eyes and all of the emojis that came with those <laughs> types of posts. And like, here they are. It's still right there for them in a playoff spot. You know, and and this is this is this is the thing. A playoff spot is the third, fourth, or fifth seed, and or sixth seed. Mm-hmm. If they drop from three, like it's okay. Yeah. If they drop from four, like it's okay. I know we're starting to think about hosting home games during the playoffs or hosting a series during the playoffs and all of that different stuff. We've moved the goalpost already a couple of times. Right. Get to the playoffs. Get to the playoffs, man. Coach's goal from the first time he joined us, Coach Patrick's goal from the first time he joined us has been exactly the same, win the big sky, and they have the opportunity to do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And and they've played with everybody. Eastern Washington is number one in, yep. the, in the conference, yep. undefeated. They took them to the final seconds. This last game wasn't as close, but, I mean, they've proven that they, they can fought. play with those guys if they play a, a, a complete game. So there's no team in the big sky that you look at and you're like, man, they just can't beat. Uh, James Ham reported as we were talking to Coach Patrick there that the Kessler Edwards deal with Brooklyn is in fact done, mm. uh, and uh, as we expected, Berton is going to go down. He his he's uh, he was on the ten day contract. He's expected to go down to Stockton. Okay, uh, for now. So uh, obviously that's a bit of a fluid situation, but that's kind of where we're at right now. Wants his. 10 days up would wouldn't he just be done? Yeah, that's what like I Like he wouldn't think. be a No, he wouldn't be part of the the roster or anything like that. Okay. So the deal is in fact done. Uh and again, no players have been attached to this, so it 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 it, it was the trade exception that the Sacramento Kings had um and that's that's why they needed the roster spot um you know from that 10-day contract. So yeah. Uh, moves are starting to be made about uh, around the association. You're, you're you're seeing a lot about Kevin Durant. You're seeing a lot about Phoenix and mm-hmm. Kevin Durant. Obviously, they got a new owner that was just approved. Uh, I remember that I can't remember if that was this morning or yesterday, uh, but that new ownership now is firmly in place, uh, and they 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 want to make a splash. I asked this 
come to think about it, I don't know if I asked this on the radio or the live stream. So if I'm repeating myself on the radio, forgive me. Do you think Chris Paul gets moved? Uh, I don't think that was but, on the that was on a live stream. But, I, um, I, I phrased it as was was Chris Paul available because Phoenix was being aggressive in a pursuit of Kyrie Irving, or was that just a note to the rest of the league? Like, no, we wanted to go get Kyrie, right? But hey, you know, if you want to make a call, we, we, we ain't gonna hang up on you. <laughs> I don't, I don't think so, man. Okay, I, I, I don't think so. I'm not. I'm not I'd advocating be, for it one surprised. way or another. I was I was legit just asking. Yeah, I'd be pretty surprised, man, if 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 Chris Paul was moved. Um, once again, like I don't know who it would be for. I don't know who would be looking to get Chris Paul. Not that he's some type of scrub or anything, but it's just you know the contract, the age. Like yeah. he fits what's going on in Phoenix perfectly. I don't know if he fits a whole lot of other situations just as seamlessly. So I got you. I'd be. I'd be surprised. It was just one. It was a one-off. I can't a think one-off. of a. I can't think of a team off the top of my head where I'm like, you know, Chris Paul helped. Like someone should aggressive or someone should aggressively pursue Chris Paul. I don't know who that. I don't. I can't. I'm trying to think. Uh, I was gonna say Milwaukee, but you got Drew Holiday. Um, All star Drew Holiday. All star Drew Holiday. Yeah, I can't think. I can't think. I, I mean, I don't. Denver? No, no, not really. No. I mean, it wouldn't. It wouldn't hurt, but just to make the salaries match, I don't know if it's worth losing that depth. You know, you know who it, I, it might be. I feel like I know what you're about to say, but go ahead. The Clippers. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> As I like in my head, I was like, they they could they could probably pull this off, but would they? I, <laughs> don't say that out loud. <laughs> don't say the Clippers out loud. Don't. So I'm glad, I'm glad you said it because that's that's kind of what I was thinking. The the thing the thing with them, and I would love to see what the Clippers offered um, Brooklyn for Kyrie. Because what do they have? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. They don't have control of any of their draft picks, at least for a couple of years. I don't think. Um, and you're talking about, I don't know, uh, Reggie Jackson, Norman Powell, <clears throat> your Kennard. Like that's, that's you were it. legitimately probably just trying to match contracts and then match money and then whatever. I don't even know what they have to offer in terms of draft compensation. Yeah, uh, it's like a twenty thirty two unprotected first round pick. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, I, I I thought that would be interesting too. Uh, but ultimately, I'm with you. I think Chris Paul stays. Uh, with Phoenix. I'm not sure that another, quote, major name uh, gets moved, but it won't stop us from speculating, uh, and it'll be quite fun uh, to monitor moving forward. Uh, Speaking of uh, the Clippers, uh, they got themselves a win last night. Let's talk about that. We'll talk about some of the other things uh, that happened in the association uh, as well. Uh, We'll talk more NBA. We'll keep you updated on everything going on with your Sacramento Kings, and we'll open the phone lines uh, back up for you, 916-909-1320. Also, a live edition of J Street Vibes coming up when Jason Jones joins hey. us uh, in the 3 o'clock hour here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. No, no, no. no. Back to D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and KC on ESPN 1320. Phone lines open for you, 916-909-1320. Uh, if you want to jump in on these phone lines, please 
uh, please do. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we'll keep you updated on everything. Obviously, the trade deadline is approaching. Things may happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sacramento Kings did acquire Kessler Edwards today in a deal with the Brooklyn Nets uh, that involved nothing more than the trade exception uh, that they had from last year that had to be used. It either gets used it was, or it expired today. Or just goes. Right? Yeah, I, th- I think today was the day it expired. Um, and that's 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 what we have so far. Uh, six eight small forward. It'll be interesting to see uh, where he fits. Uh, is he around for Dallas? Is he in Stockton? Uh, hasn't played. I, I can't remember the exact date. I closed it. It was like December 10th. It was sometime in December was the last time he played. He just wasn't getting run from 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 Brooklyn. So some uh, of the things I've seen from him while while looking at you know some of his film in the last hour, um, kind of like I like his defensive effort. We had a conversation about him earlier this year, and I couldn't figure out why until I pulled him up and realized y'all said he looked like me. That's why we were talking about him. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I, think I was, was like, we were talking about Kessler Edwards. Like, yo, this this, this is dope. Like, we might, we had a conversation. <laughs> I distinctively remember having a conversation about him. I go to pull up his notes, and, oh, I remember why. That's fine. I think it was, I think it was uh, Sean. Not Sean P, the the other caller, Sean. Well, Sean P's ducking us. So yeah, he's fine. ducking us, man. I, was, I don't know what's going on there. Um, who said you look like? You? That, that's right, it was Sean. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> okay, calm down. I think you're laughing too hard. Relax. That was funny, man. That's some good stuff. That's some good stuff. Okay, let's talk to Rich because I'm tired of talking to you at this point. I'm not telling you anything anymore. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Let's get to our man Rich. Rich, what's happening? Hey guys, how you doing, man? It's a beautiful day out here. It is a beautiful day, Rich. I agree. Outstanding. Just got off the golf course. Understand we got a uh, juggernaut trade going on to the Kings. Juggernaut. Yes, that's that. one way of uh, putting it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to. I want to just two real quick points, and I'll get off. Good. Coach Patrick, that guy. For finishing over 500, he should get a bonus equivalent to his full year's salary for playing in that gym. It's the oldest gym in Division One. When I was there in the mid-'80s, it was the oldest gym in the country as well. So anybody who can recruit is a genius to get people in that gym and to get fans in the seats. So shout-out to him for doing a great job. Um, also, Kings, they need to move somebody. They need to move Barnes. He's a great shipper. Oh, right my. Now. Oh, yeah, we need to get him out of there because he's not the future. I like the guy. He's a great bargaining chip. We need to get some of this to get us out of the first round of the playoffs. Real quick, don't don't let him uh, don't cl- take him out, Jesse. Well, who would you want for Harrison Barnes, Rich? I don't I don't make the big bucks to make that call. <laughs> oh. Somebody in there is going to get us out of the first round. <laughs> That's as honest as an answer as I think we'll ever get. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes we, it's that real, man. Like, look, man, I don't know. I'm just telling you, not my needs- job. <laughs> Not my job. I ain't mad at that. I'm not mad at it. Um, I am mad I at trading Harrison Barnes. I don't I'm firmly against Rich's plan. I, but, I, but I did catch what Rich said there. I don't know who else caught that. Huh. We need someone who can get us out of the first round. Mm. Not someone who can get us yeah. to the first. Someone who can get us out yeah. of the first round. And I, I, I appreciate Rich for that. He's yeah. like, hey, I'm – Making the playoffs isn't enough for me. I want to win. Call again, Rich. Rich, Rich keeps it a stack like that. Um, but yeah, man. Now we, we ain't moving on from Harrison. Rich ain't calling us. You hear what he said? That man out there on the golf course. Yeah, he's he living his life. life. He's living his best life. I wonder what golf course he was at. 
It's not like I would know. If it's not the I one right know. on uh, – Ramsey would know. If it, yeah, he would know. If it's not Valley High Golf Course or the one right off of Freeport or um, the one next to Clarksburg, I wouldn't know. I always say I want to golf, and I do. But I also work like 14 hours on this show. So I just – it doesn't feel like it's in the cards the, for The other thing golf. about it, when I golfed uh, last summer – might do it again this year – but when I golfed last summer – didn't so, golf before and haven't golfed since? No. Yeah. I got shoes and everything. Uh, <laughs> not, not not, surprising. But um, He got like the one pair of off-white golf shoes that they have and still the, in pristine the thing, condition. The thing about golf, that take forever, man. They need mm-hmm. to make it. It need to be 12 holes. When we got to like 11 holes, You're, I was like, bro, we more? still got seven more to go. You're it's taking forever. You're supposed to relax. It's supposed to be relaxing. No, it's not. I wasn't playing good enough to, for it to be relaxing. Well, that's that's golf. That's what golf is. Golf the thing cool. with, with it, the thing with playing. Give me a nine. Give me a nine hole course. Well, man. you could do that too. Yeah. The thing with playing sporadically is like I don't know how to play properly. <laughs> so, like I'll be done and then I'll hurt for like a week and a half. <laughs> like why my my neck and my back. You got that that Tiger Woods. Uh, Swing off the tee. I just I don't because I don't know how to do it properly. So I'm just yeah. like, if I hit the ball as hard as I can, that'll probably be successful. Go like no, this. No, just hit the, hit the hit the ball. You're gonna go this way, like it did with me. William Land Park, I think, is a nine hole uh, course. Yeah, I think Hagen Oaks has a nine hole. That's course, that, that that's more my speed. Eighteen, man, that's a long time, man. It's a long time. That's, I got that's a lot things, of golf. I got other things I want to do after after the whole eleven. <laughs> Kenny's the only one who loses interest out on the golf course. <laughs> 75 degrees outside. Bro, I've sure. been out there for three sure. and a half hours like, already. I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> this, this is ridiculous. Just beautiful greenery <laughs> as far as the eye can see. How much longer are we doing this? Bro, can we're, I, we're on the 12th hole. Slammy, can I get out of here? Like been Slammy out, walking by, can I get out of here? I've been out here for three, three hours and 45 minutes. You mean to tell me I got another two hours left? Literally Jeez. only you. You're the only person. Nah, man, we need on, to find man. you a good uh, nine-hole golf course. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do that. I'll do that. I got to put my shoes to use. Well, you do. Should you get do. those Jordan uh, golf cleats, too. What's that? Should get those Jordan golf cleats. My man, Coach Chris, Coach Chris, he got the Jordan golf cleats. Shout out, Coach Chris. I haven't even replaced my I, – I, like, I've literally had one pair of golf shoes that I've had for, like, 10 years. I just don't golf enough to – this summer, I'll do a nine-hole course. I'm not going to go back on the 18-hole. I don't know why this is funny. What are we doing? Kyrie deleted his Instagram apology, apparently. Oh, my God. And this became a story. I didn't know this was a story. <laughs> Y'all need to leave Kyrie alone. This is getting absurd. They on it. They on his head about dude, it. Dude, dude, dude apologized, and now he's being questioned as his introductory press conference with the Mavs about why he deleted his apology. Oh my gosh, man! Oh, Kyrie, y'all just man. Okay, never mind. Just keep it moving. <laughs> Let's just keep it moving. Um, we had mentioned the Clippers a minute ago. I thought Brooklyn. I thought Brooklyn was going to do us a solid. Uh, yeah. Obviously, you know, Cam uh, Thomas Brooklyn, almost came through. But he, he, I was like, "Hey, I think we've got something here." And uh, Clippers was like, "Nah, 
we got we we are gonna get this. I thought I thought the Kings with their win, like we've got we got some things going for us. Milwaukee beat Portland. Mm. Hey, we we all right here, but nah, that didn't happen. Clippers the, uh, got the job done. The Clippers are starting to cook, man. Yeah, and here's the thing: like uh, 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 above, like above all else, in in terms of the teams that are around Sacramento, that doesn't bother me. Only because mm-hmm. I, th- I, th- I think we can both attend. We we felt like this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. We we both thought very very highly of the Clippers headed into this season. They clearly had an approach that they were going to take, no matter what. They started out slow, started out sluggish. They weren't going to deviate from their plan. They ramped up Kawhi Leonard in January, and it has paid off flawlessly. Kawhi is playing like Kawhi Leonard, one of the best basketball players in the world. The Clippers are looking like a team that could potentially represent the Western Conference. And so that one, as much as like a Dallas a Minnesota that doesn't bother me as much. Right. If if the Clippers move up to 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 three, I could just as easily see the Clippers moving up to two. Right. Doesn't phase me. Some of these other teams I, I don't like as much, but but the Clippers it it, it was to it, it was only a matter of time. Do you um do you think the net the Nets the Nuggets are? You think they're the best team in the in the conference? Not just obviously record wise, but you look at the roster. Like if they played the Clippers, no, you pick the Clippers to win that series. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, um, but and I'm I'm not a Nuggets hater. I just don't think I'm a Nuggets appreciator. Mm. I don't. There's something I just don't like. I don't know. It's just not my favorite team to watch. Uh, Jokic is incredible. Like yeah. there's they, like, I, I wasn't the biggest Jokic fan, but I appreciate and respect that dude is stupid he's unreal just ridiculous but overall it's like uh, i don't know maybe i'm more of a flashy guy i need i'm not even the biggest jamal murray guy i like jamal murray i I didn't say i don't like him i'm just not a porter jr bruce brown is over there now yeah bones island they're trying to get rid of him i like bones island well I'm just they, they they look really good with Alex Lynn. They, that would get me to watch them. You send Alex Lynn over there. You and fifty you get, watching you Alex. Ask <laughs> fifty's favorite player, <laughs> Alex Lynn. Hey, do you think Drapes is ever gonna punch Kenny on on television? <laughs> like who's like which one is gonna punch the other first? Because at I, some look, point I missed it last night. Did something happen last night? No, like like sometimes we they, won by twenty. What was it to be upset about? Sometimes it looks like they're just feeding off each other. At other points, it looks like Jay and Stephen A. The other day, like somebody's gonna throw. <laughs> did you finally catch that? I did. I finally. I finally. It was real watched. heat right there. Hey, and Jay was right. Yeah, I, I agree. Jay's one hundred percent right. And I agree. Like Stephen A's been doing that forever. Mm. You know, I invite you on my show. <laughs> All right, Stephen A. Calm down, bro. We we know you're the guy here. Relax. Um, <laughs> but uh, what what? Well, oh, drapes and, and oh, drapes. Oh yeah, drapes and Kenny. Yeah, they look like uh, drapes. <laughs> He just look like they they just look like they want to throw something at each other sometimes. <laughs> look, man, you put if you put a, a a table, a ladder, and a chair in that studio, oh, a TLC match is breaking out. And look, uh, uh, you know I love Matt Barnes, uh, Morgan Reagan. She does her thing. 
when Drapes and and Kyle are on, that's that's the that's Drapes the show. and Kenny, yeah. Right, Drapes, Drapes yeah. and Kyle, Drapes and Kenny. <laughs> yeah. When Drapes and Kenny are on, yeah, that's the that's the one right there. Well, right? yeah, it's the one because you have no idea what's going to come out of Kenny Thomas's <laughs> mouth. So you just have no clue what he's going to say. <laughs> Absolutely not. Kenny what? said. Kenny said yesterday. Kenny said he's talking to Keegan Murray. We're forty games into the season. How are you feeling? Hey, Kenny, we're 52 <laughs> games into the year. Like, Kenny, you can't turn away from Kenny Thomas. No. Like, no. Just, I am tuning in because I need to know what this man is going to say. Him and Drake, I'll tell uh, you, him and Drake's together, boy. That's the one. Kenny, uh, Kenny by himself, you know, he, he, he he's my CTV, but when you get Drake's together <laughs> – because Drapes will get to throw on papers. And Drapes will tell like, no, no, Kenny. No, I'm not having that. Drapes is a low-key hothead. Y'all be talking about me. Drapes is throwing papers around the other day. He looked like me when James Ham brought up the rookie wall yesterday. If Drapes could walk out, like, he might. Drapes, Drapes he, he, Kenny will say something. Kenny will, like, Kenny's almost like me sometimes where he's like, he just has a, no, nah, it's not really anything to panic about. Like, Drake's like, no, no, I ain't hearing that today, Kenny. Yeah, that's, that was that was Sunday <laughs> night show. That was Sunday night show for sure. You're listening to D-Lo and KC. Love on watching K- those two. <laughs> You're listening to D-Lo and KC on KIFM West Sacramento 98.5 FM KRX QHD2 Sacramento ESPN 1320. Always live on the free Odyssey <laughs> app. We welcome those. Uh, that are watching on twitch.tv slash ESPN1320 and youtube.com slash ESPN1320. If you're watching on YouTube, we hope that you'll hit the uh, thumbs up, hit the subscribe buttons uh, as well. If you're listening uh, on ESPN or 98.5 or if you're listening on the Odyssey app, go check out the stream later. Go check out the video portion uh, of this show. Even had our man Jake Gagan said, man, this is too good to just be on the radio. we got to be on television. Yeah, man. Thankfully, we are pretty regularly with our friends over there at CBS 13. Shout out to our people over there, man. we got to talk doubt. to Jake, too, man. You know, yeah, Sarah, we got to get Jake Sarah in always here. on Batty Thursday. we got to talk to Jake, too. I, I, I was, like, I had mentioned to Jake, because I, I, I saw those guys on Sunday. I had mentioned to Jake, yeah, we got we got to get you on. I was thinking, man, All-Star, he wants to come in. If we got him in during All Star break, he just yeah. he could just come in and hang out. For pull a up bit. on us, yeah. Absolutely. We'll, we'll we'll get that worked out though. We get our crew in here. Uh, a couple of other things to talk to the NBA wise. Oh, since we're talking about Kyrie, Kyrie doing his introductory press conference right now. I don't recall if you addressed this or not. I remember you asked me. Do you think are, are the Mavericks contenders? They're contenders to get out of the West. Really? I, I they have. Or let me rephrase that, and maybe this is a bit of a cop out of an answer. They have the potential to be contenders in the West. I wouldn't put them there today without seeing them, without them doing it for a little while and seeing what it looks like. But they have the potential. I think that highly of of Kyrie Irving, the basketball player. I think he's that. You, much, do, you are definitely I, a Kyrie guy. I think he's that much of a game changer. On on the basketball court, and mm. I just look at the situation like you like the roster. I don't. Okay. You no, know, I think they're they're better offensively. I think they took a hit defensively. Um, but Kyrie's better than Jalen Brunson, and they used that formula mm-hmm. to get to the Western Conference Finals last year. But you didn't buy that team last year. 
No, but they, I mean, they, I can't take away from the fact that they won. And I didn't buy that team last year. And I think Kyrie's better than Jalen Brunson. So they, they improved at that off guard, guard spot or the guy playing with Luka. Um, they did take a bit of a they hit lost, yeah. with Finney Smith mm-hmm. um, and his three-point shooting ability and his defense. What is, so that's Tim Hardaway Jr. this year. I was going to say, was keeping Tim Hardaway Jr. The, the, the biggest plus for them? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if I'm a Dallas Mavericks, yeah, I mean, in terms of the deal, like obviously Kyrie, like that's that, and, and and like there was a lot of crazy speculation as to what a deal for Kyrie could look like, and we were talking about this a few minutes ago. Like, the, the, when is the Rudy Gobert haze gonna wear off? You know, maybe Kyrie resets the market to something more um, uh, tolerable. Mm-hmm. But there is the unique thing that, like, Kyrie's under contract to Dallas for a couple months. Yeah. Which is a weird dynamic to throw in all of this, whereas Rudy Gobert's got, like, 40 years left on his deal. <laughs> right. At least that's what it's going to feel like to Minnesota. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I think they have uh, they have the potential to be there. I'm not overly concerned about them because I just don't – part of me doesn't feel like it's going to work. Like, I, I'm not convinced that Luka is – going to be like giving the basketball up enough. Remember Jalen Brunson went off when Luca got hurt. Yeah. Right. Both times. I think, I think I could be wrong. I thought Luca That's got where he hurt. established himself. Yeah. I thought Luca got hurt in the middle of the season and Jalen kind of jump started them playing well. And then he got hurt at the end for sure going into the playoffs and that's what got it going. I could be wrong. I can't. I can't remember if Luca got hurt during oh, the season look, last year. It won't year. take much to find out. Do you think, as it stands right now, and we 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 can ask this question again Thursday at three o five? Is Dallas better than Sacramento? No. Okay. No. I don't think so either. Nuts. They don't have anybody that can deal with Sabonis. You can make the argument that the Kings don't have anybody that can deal with Luka and, and Kyrie. Um, but I think Fox can play good enough defense. I, I, I just think the, the Kings have more. They got more on the roster. More balanced? More balanced and just more and better players. I think uh, Harrison is better than Reggie Bullock or Josh Green. Keegan Murray's better than uh, Maxi Kieber. Uh, Luca didn't get hurt headed into the playoffs, um, or in the middle of the season. He did get hurt in the middle of the season. He did get hurt in the middle of the yeah. season. Yeah, uh, he missed games twenty six through twenty seven last year, and I think that's where. Okay. Uh, well, he, he and, and then he got hurt going into the playoffs, though. Oh, he did. I'm sorry. Yeah. He he missed the first three games of the playoffs. Yeah. Um. Obviously, not an extended period, but he did miss the first three games, two of which they won. Uh, so I, I don't know. It's it's they're they're both they're unique players. They're unique guys. I just don't think I'm sold on them being. I don't even think I I believe they're a Western Conference champion contender. Mm. I I don't like them more than I certainly don't like them more than the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I think I'm with you in that I don't like them more than Sacramento, which is crazy because I actually do like their roster. The Mavs? I like some of their players. Like I like Tim Hardaway. Yeah, I do. Too. I like Powell. There are guys there that I like. It's just the makeup of those two. That's 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 tough for me. I want to see what happens with, with Luca, man. 
I want to see what happens. He he hadn't played with a guy like this. Kyrie is also Kyrie. He's also not Jalen Brunson. Like when Luca's doing his mm-hmm. thing, he's he's not going to just stand in the corner, right? And wait, like he he needs to rock. So uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see how these guys mesh together. I don't think it's going to be like a disaster. Like I think they'll play well, but how well they'll play is is going to be what I'm looking for. They're currently two games behind Sacramento, and obviously we will get a very, very good look at them. I want them boys in the playoffs. Okay, well, we got a series against them coming up this weekend on Friday and Saturday. It's two games. I want them boys in the playoffs. I don't, think, Dallas. I don't think best of two is a thing. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess it's a you've got we, we've I got a, Dallas in the playoffs. We've got a legitimate back to back against the Dallas Mavericks. Give me, coming up give this me weekend. a three six or a four five. Okay, I, I'll true. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I just want the Sacramento Kings to play somebody in the playoffs. Well, if it's could, Dallas, great. That'd be a story if they played nobody in the playoffs. That would be. that. I'm going to go. I don't know this for sure. If Jesse, we could look this up. That'd probably be history-making. <laughs> that would that, that would absolutely did you would, see, would um, be history-making. Did you see Jaden Hardy last night in that game, though? Jaden Hardy went off last night. Went off. I think he had 30-something. Brought the Mavericks back uh, to beat the Jazz. I only bring that up because Jaden Hardy. Draft pick of the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. <laughs> they traded him to Dallas for nothing. I think cash considerations or something like that. I liked him when he was, was coming out. I Monty's he, got a great eye for talent. He does. He sees it all. He's I remember when they drafted stop him. Stop shipping some of these guys out of here. <laughs> he's making The moves he's making are too good. He's got to yeah, move on from good. some of these guys. Yeah. A couple of people hit me he up. Yeah, 29 they, in 26 minutes. He could go. People hit me up when he was drafted. They was like, yo, Kings, that's a good, like, my NBA people. Like, yo, that's a good look. I was like, I know. And then, like, moments later, he's being tried. Gone. To the Mavericks. They're like, that's a bad look. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Kings. <laughs> uh, somebody, Soren, Soren says like. Kenyon Martin Jr. too. Yep. Uh, KJ, former King, caught a body last night. Watch out, uh, Domas. Uh-oh. Did you see that early in the game? I saw, well, I, I saw the I saw the highlight. Don't jump with him, Domas. No, you jump with him. That's a, that, as Garrett Temple says. That's a sign of playing defense. Nah, nah. You, you, you deal with that. You, if you if you're a center, you're gonna get dunked on plenty of times before. Oh, uh, Malik, Malik is turning into the new John Morant in oh, a good Malik. way with uh, how many bodies he almost catches. Malik, Malik, <laughs> Malik, be he be cocking all way way back here. Like it's about to be crazy. Mm. And he got a shot blocked. Malik so badly wants to. <laughs> oh, by the can we show Metsu some love? That block at the rim last night from like he 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 caught him from like he he had gotten beaten on the play, mm. recovered, went up, hit the ball back from behind. That was that was a yeah. great play from TD from got Chimezi. one early. Yeah, TD got oh, one. Jalen Green. Yeah. Look like T- TD getting up there, man. Get that out of here. I TD's playing well. Like James Lowkey took a shot at him yesterday. <laughs> And I really took a lot to Wait a minute, do. what was the shot? I, I might have missed it. He said uh, Terrence is looking somewhat playable right now. <laughs> he did say that. And it took he a lot for me to not tell James to kiss my ass because Terrence has been playing well. He did say that. That, that was, was a, a, call a, little, a little out of pocket. A little out of pocket. 
Like Terrence has been playing well lately. He, he's 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 not dropping thirty or, or or twenty like Malik is, but he's out there and his minutes are solid. I agree. Um, but yeah, I, th- I thought he was good last night. I thought Shemezi was good. Uh, yeah, they in, came in. The uh, played last night. They were. It didn't really matter because it wasn't that much time difference. But uh, TD and Davion came in first. Mm. Yeah, they came in before Malik. Mm-hmm. So just a little word, weird, weird. Well, we've been, we've uh, substitution quirk. Yeah, but that was for De- was that was that was for, that was for De'Aaron, right? Because isn't De'Aaron? Yeah, I think I, I think Mike I think, always um, subs De'Aaron out first. And it's usually with Malik though, but um, I think it was it was De'Aaron and Keegan that might have came out, and then Malik came in for Kevin Herter. He gave Kevin Herter a couple more minutes, I think. Nope, Domas, you get the commercial timeout, buddy. You stay your ass out there. <laughs> yeah, he um, he had another one of those big first quarters. Like if De'Aaron loves the fourth quarter, Domas loves the first loves quarter. The first quarter. Tone setter. He flirts with double digits in the first quarter of every single game. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk more Kings basketball. We'll talk more NBA basketball. I know. I know you're not. I. I a Forty Nine er story. I'd like to pass along. All right. Whatever. Uh, Martin whatever. Luther, Martin Luther Shanahan is 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 at it again. Uh, perhaps single handedly saving the National Football League. Uh, we'll explain what we're talking about uh, when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader. Phone line's still open for you, by the way, 916-909-1320. You can call us from the golf course or the raceway. Yeah. We've had both happen yeah, today. Absolutely. Uh, 916-909-1320. It's Dilo KC here on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and KC continues on ESPN 1320. <laughs> I like it in the chat, our guy Primo J says, let's talk real news. Who do you think De'Aaron signs a shoe deal with? <laughs> uh, that's, 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 that's real news right there. I'm with that. Unfortunately, I think it's going to be Under Armour. <laughs> Although I like those curries, like that he I'm wears. Never, like I like them. I've never worn them. They look extremely comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't make the worst shoe. Like the the Currys, the Under Armors, they're they're cool. Like mm-hmm. they're they're all right. I I like this year's versions a lot. Like I don't want him wearing. Them, so I see them a lot. Yeah, so. I don't want them wearing New Balance again. As long as they I don't, don't want wear New Balance, balance and I don't more. want Converse. Like those Converse were trash. Yeah. I mean, obviously. He should definitely come back home. You know? Oh yeah, that's definitely uh, come like back why home. why that hasn't happened already is just <sighs> insane. He absolutely needs to come back home. This dude should be named to the All Star team in like a matter of days. We, we, you know, I didn't. I was gone. I didn't get a chance to talk about mm. that. I can't believe that happened. I cannot believe none that of us happened. can. Especially absolutely none of us can for JJJ. No. Fine young ball player. Yep. Fine young Very ball good. player. Very good. I like his game. Great fit on any team would take him here in a heartbeat. Absolutely. He's not an all star in this He's league. Not. That is I had a I had crazy. a I had a I had a theory, and it's stupid. But remember we're talking about the coaches here. You look at Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday, great ball player as well. Mm-hmm. A, a big part of why Milwaukee is in the, the the position that it's in. I think they have the league's longest winning streak right now at like eight. Mm. Um, Jaron Jackson, and maybe on the the surface this this sounds, but Paul George, 
Those are three defensive guys. Paul George, great two-way player. Um, Jaron Jackson, very, very defensive-oriented. Drew Holiday, good ball player, period. Best known for his defense. Mm. I felt like the coaches literally had a meeting and said, we've got to reward guys for playing defense. And that's how we got those all-stars. Drew Holiday was easy. Drew Holiday is an all-star player. Mm -hmm. He's on one of the best teams in the league. He's uh, an incredible importance to them. I'm not going to knock that too much. I thought Paul George was a reach. He's had a fine season. I thought, yeah, it was a bit of a reach. But I thought it was a reach. Uh, and Jaron Jackson Jr. was absolutely that was I don't that what's beyond a reach. Uh, is a stretch longer than a reach? <laughs> I, I I'm not sure, but it, it, it you know what it was bad is ultimately what it was is is it Very was bad much so I, I it ruined be, our day. We had champagne. We it was all of this. It just ruined. I saw day. I saw the reaction. That was hilarious. It was genuine. We we weren't on the radio, so I reacted in the most genuine way possible. That was funny. And I again, I'm a big fan of Jaron Jackson Jr. It's just he's you not know, a part all-star. of me. Part of me like, and I don't know if anybody even cares outside of Sacramento. Maybe it's not a big deal, but part of me I felt bad for Jaron Jackson Jr. This is his first mm-hmm. All Star selection, and it's got to yeah. be you got to have guys like myself. Yeah, it's saying like you shouldn't be here. Like yeah, that, that kind of like I, I that's why I, I tweeted it, out. I don't like doing that. Yeah, you know, with Hall of Fame and All Star because you know, hey. Well, those are different. You know why those are different is because with the Hall of Fame, you're not like we can question who goes in and who, whatever, but no one like in most cases, no one's like missing out. Mm-hmm. In this, it's it's a, it's a it's you know when you when you do the All Star snub gimmick every year, it's like okay. You think so-and-so should be an all-star. That's fine. To put an all-star on, you have to take an all-star off. Who are you willing to take off? Mm-hmm. And, and we do this with all NBA. Like, we do this in any, like, selection thing where someone is left out. And usually, those discussions are really, really difficult. The upsetting thing for Jaron Jackson Jr. is it was not. Mm-hmm. It was very easy. Whether you were an Anthony Edwards fan or a De'Aaron Fox fan or someone else. It was easy to go, my guy should have made it over Jaron Jackson Jr. Mm-hmm. And that you're right, that absolutely sucks for him. He's a good ball player. Yeah. But he's just yeah. not he's not a he's not an all star player in this league right now. <laughs> the ironic thing about it, during and one of the things was, you know, games played or whatever. He was out the night he was selected <laughs> to the yeah. NBA to the All Star team. I said I said I would like and this this may be a lot of work for everybody and for the James Hams, for the Tony Harveys and these these all these guys out there, Brendan Nunez, Matt George, you know, the guys who go in there and ask the questions. I would ask every coach that mm. came through Sacramento Who'd you vote for? Who'd you vote for? Yeah. And if they voted for Jaron Jackson, I wouldn't be like, You're stupid. I'd be like Okay, that's interesting. I'd like to hear your reasoning. Because I'd like to hear the reasoning as why he was selected no. over De'Aaron Fox. Or you ask them before the game, get the answer, walk out to the court, yeah. signal to Fox, cook his ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably a matter of fact, I'm gonna just start lying. Hey, Jason Kidd voted for Jaron Jackson. <laughs> I don't know if he did or not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> For the purposes of Friday, he did. <laughs> and he got all of his stupid friends to vote for him too, De'Aaron. Steven, Steven Silas voted for him, but the poor guy, he, he's got a lot on his mind right now. See, he, all Steven Silas can think about is defense. He, vo- he voted for he, 
He he voted for Drew Holiday. He voted for Jaron Jackson Jr. He voted for Dikembe Mutombo and Akeem Olajuwon too. That man just wants to see somebody play defense. That poor that brother. Poor brother, man. He just uh, let's see how our man uh, uh, Stephen Silas is is doing here. We still we still got this readily available. They're not giving the effort no. on the defensive end. No, they're not. They're not getting after it right like they're supposed to, to. Right next to the beat. They're not getting into their man and fighting over and helping each other. They're not doing what they're supposed to do, acting as if it doesn't matter. It matters. I know, Coach. It matters. Man. Disappointing. Oh, that's not funny. Stop laughing at that man. The beam not- on his face. We, we, he's all depressed. We lighten the me. <laughs> it was too much conference. It was too much. It was too much work to remove the beam from the screen, so we just let the beam stay up through this through that silence. That sound. sucks for you, Coach. Hey, look at our beam, our winning beam. <laughs> coach, you contributed to this. You contributed to this, Coach. Uh, since we're running back, sound uh, it seems like oh, a good. Go. It seems like a good time. Uh, to check in with uh, Jordy Fernandez. This one we do, we do have to get the beam off off the screen for. But uh, he, here's perhaps one of the greatest social media clips of all time. This is the defensive player of the game chain being war- awarded. Go as you have, you led the team in defensive rebounds. You and Keegan with six. Uh, Kev, you led, led the team uh, in deflections with six. Uh, Daddy, you choose one of the three. Oh. 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 Help and there's Malik. <laughs> One of the best parts about that video is like right after he says like "Daddy, say it" or whatever. He's like, "Huh?" Someone's like, "Huh?" Huh? You know what I would have? I, I need. I, I know somewhere the widescreen version of this exists, and I want to see it because look at our guy Trey Lyles at the start of the video. Like he just could not look more disinterested. <laughs> Trey Lyles could not look more <laughs> disinterested in what's happening. I just need to know what Trey's reaction was when Jordy. In uh, deflections with six. Uh, Daddy, you choose one of the three. Huh? Oh. 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 Hey. Oh. Hey. Kevin. Oh man, that's a hell of a picture. Somebody screenshot that picture for me right there. That's that's a good shot. That's a good shot with the, the smoke screen. I like that. These pictures that they're taking out of, uh, we got to. Uh, I I I messaged the 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 photographer because one of the one of the Kings guys uh, posted about who it was, mm. and I know I DM'd with him. Um, we we got to sh- y'all got to show this dude some love, man. He's the one capturing all of these. Uh, photos and they're 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 just absolutely. Is it my fantastic. man Kenny? Uh, it is Terrell Adams. Oh, okay, okay, I gotta I gotta find Terrell on, on, uh, on social. Yeah, go 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 follow him on social, man. He is he is one of the many many great Kings photographers. Uh, him and him and Rachel too. I mean, yeah. I think they're all my favorites. Yeah, they they got a great team. Rachel's pictures of the beam are just absurd. It's nuts. Like she's she's on these balconies. She's all over the place getting these these great pictures when the beam is lit. Even when they're on the road, uh, she's out there getting those pictures. Between the beam and 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 I know the beam is everyone's. That's everyone's bag. Mm. 
But this defensive player of the game chain hey, and the pictures and, and all of the stuff that accompanies <laughs> with it, hey, killing it's just pictures. it's just so dope for this squad. Yeah, yeah I, I, I love this team. I love what they've got going on, the vibes. Everything is just A1, man. I, I'm, I, I'm, I, I apologize. I'm a child. I just need to see Malik's face one more time. <laughs> Look. It's you. You. You know, you know what the shame is? We've talked about Malik 20 times because of this clip and haven't mentioned once. The dude had 20 last night. 20. Cool little 20 real quick against the Houston Rockets. It's in the notes. I don't remember what it was. How many times has he dropped 20 this season? Mm, That's a good question. My first – I, it's a it's a great question. I I put it in our notes and have no idea where I put it. Uh, Malik Monk his tenth twenty point game mm, this season. It's big time. That's big time. Best known for his reaction in the Daddy You Choose <laughs> video, but but still <laughs> the Daddy You Choose twenty, 20 points uh, from Malik Monk last night. Hey, they went crazy on our on our numbers last night. Oh my gosh, they, <laughs> they really went did crazy. They really did. I didn't check. Um, <laughs> geez, I didn't. I didn't check uh, 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 Will's number. Fast break joint. Nineteen to five. Ooh, they that's, went crazy. Yeah, that's, that's Will Z's favorite number. Nineteen to five. Kenny's favorite number. Three point made. Twenty one. I usually ask for twelve plus. I want twenty one. I want twenty seven plus assists. Do something for me. They had thirty eight last night. Domas had a double double with points and assists last night again. Three three rebounds off of a triple double. Yep. Yep. Seventeen seven and ten. And and I wish I got to keep up with the record. What are they now? Like twenty seven and six when they score one hundred and twenty or more. Yeah. These dudes, bro. I know. I know. We we got to play defense. We got to play defense. But, damn, just score. Just get to that 120. These teams can't keep up. What did they score against San Antonio? Yeah, that was 119. Oh, it's not 120. It's 114 or more. Yeah, it's it's 114 plus. 27 and 6 or something. 113 is the death number. That's the they don't win. You are – you are damn near guaranteed an L (laughs) at this point if the Sacramento Kings score uh, 113 points. Of course, they scored 104 and 104. Mm. Goodness gracious. It had been a while. See, that's 119. It had been a while the since Memphis they put game. up one of those. Yeah, Memphis, January 23rd, they put up 133. Yeah, That's the one? Yeah. Mm. And then before that, I think it was the Lakers game. And then, and I hadn't then seen that in a while. In a while. Yeah. 140, though. 140. And we, yeah, like, they didn't we really even do it against the Lakers. High. We don't even bat an eye. This, this team went up 140. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. The Kings out here are putting up 130s and 140s like it's nothing. Well, I wouldn't say like it's nothing. They they haven't done that recently. Like, I mean, they, they 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 do do it. 140 is an absurd number. What was it? Well, they don't do 140s like it's nothing. But there was a stat. It's deep on Will Z's timeline, but he had it broken down one time with uh, the 130 plus. It, the only loss, I think, was to the Lakers. Yeah. I'm going to 
It was like thirteen and one or something. Yeah, like I think I don't think it was that high. Well, maybe it's that high now after that win. I was gonna say something closer to like eleven and one. Maybe we, maybe it's thirteen and one. It's Sacramento. <laughs> I said they do. They don't put up one thirties like it's nothing. No, they put up one thirties like it's nothing. The Kings are the only team to score one hundred and thirty plus points in at least ten games this season. Mm. They've done it twelve times. So that means they're eleven and one. Yeah, because they've only they the the only one they lost to was one hundred and thirty four against the Lakers. One thirty twelve times. They still got what thirty games left. Yeah, they're probably gonna they're probably gonna do it another five times. I do wonder if they can it? score 130 20 times in a season. I wonder what the record for 130. It's got to be one of the, it's got to be that 80s. What was it? Denver. Nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it though. I love it. Well, uh, I you know I like everybody that's else. That's pretty wild. That twenty-seven and six stat is wild. That is nice because that's not one hundred and thirty. That's one hundred and fourteen. <laughs> the team gets one hundred and fourteen. They're going to win. That's crazy. <laughs> they don't. They're going to lose. They're going to lose. <laughs> if, they're either the Celtics or the Rockets. That's it. There's one. There is no in between. There is no in between with that team. <laughs> The the 1961-1962 Philadelphia Warriors have the most 130-point yeah, games. Count. How, how many? 34. Yeah, they, I, don't, I don't know how they scored so many Is points Is that back Will? Then. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they scored so many points back then. They couldn't shoot. They gave the ball to Wilt. Was, what uh, year was that? Give me the year again. 61-62. That's the stupid year. That's the, isn't that the year he scored 100 well, Wilt and averaged 48.5 minutes per game? And then 66-67, the 76ers are second. But then the 81-82 Nuggets, they're third. Yeah. What, do, you, do you have the Nuggets number? Yeah. They did 29. Who's, oh, Jesus. That's, yeah, that's a lot. That Wait, I don't 29. think the Kings getting to 29. The 82-83 Nuggets are fourth. Damn. Damn. Is there All any right. is there any modern teams around there? Well, the eighty the the eighties is yeah, modern. No, I mean it's <laughs> it's it's not old, but like, is there anybody in the? It's last from the eighties and before that. There's no nineties, no two thousands on here. Yeah, there's definitely there's no nineties. Not when the Spurs no. were running the league. Yeah. <laughs> that, I saw I saw a clip from um, Bulls Pacers, Pacers Pistons, and like I think Tayshon's block. I think the score was like seventy nine seventy seven. Wasn't Jordan's shot game like 82-79 or something? <laughs> what were these guys doing? <laughs> what were they doing? I, I just they, couldn't score. They were doing more than what they were doing when we watched the Sixers and the Lakers in the finals <laughs> that year. The the What was that, 1980, the Magic year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lakers, Sixers. That 61 year, though, is the absurd year from Wilt where all of those numbers come from. Mm. That's where the, the, the 61 year is where the 48.5 comes from. That was that was that year. I, I I asked Jesse like, what was you know the closest in the quote unquote modern era, whatever you want to say about it, because I wonder if the Kings could be like the first team since those eighty Nuggets to score one twenty in mm. twenty games or something like mm. that. They've got one. Oh. I don't even know how many times they got one twenty because this says one thirty. Yeah. They've done 130 12 times. They might have done 120 17, 18 times already. The, King, the Kings got to get to 22 just to get to 10th on that list. For 120? For, for 130. 130. Me, yeah. 
Let's get Kamara in here. Kamara's been itching to call. He told Jesse he wants to talk about the Kings, but he's probably lying. I would. I want to know what he, he got to say about he's my movie. Also, he's also a hater. So Kamara, yeah, let's, I want to know what he got to say about my movie. And let me, let me, let me just be clear, Kamara. Great. I have talked mad trash about you for like a week <laughs> because you're so out of pocket with your take on on Kenya Barris and you people. Oh no, I'm not. No, yes, you really no. are. No, I'm not. No, I can. We don't have the time, but I can read you. I can read you. Feel like why that movie's terrible. He said, "Black people who like that movie are the feds." <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, that's out of pocket, Absolutely. bro. Kamara, I'll ask. Absolutely. I'll tell you this: this was not supposed to be. Um, uh, what was the movie? Black Jesus and Judas. Yeah. Judas, Judas and the and Black, Black Jesus. Messiah. Judas Black, and Messiah. Black Messiah. That's not what this movie was supposed to be. This well, was I'm a rom com. And it looked like every other rom-com I've ever watched in my life. Oh, guess what? Um, I'm aware, but it was derivative. It was lazy writing. The char- there was no character development, and it wasn't funny. So what the been- hell is any other rom-com? Sleep- was, uh, while you were sleeping was, was the damn uh, JFK of rom-coms? No, they're all the no. same. This was no different no, than not. anyone I, I've ever I, seen in my I, life. I felt like it was it laid into a stereotype of how um, sometimes black writers write for the white gay. That's kind of how. What? I felt. And it was like the jokes. The jokes for me did not. They were. It was just. They were limited. I didn't understand. I I looked at the characters and I said to myself, "Who are these jokes for?" Because I like. Do you really want to get into this, Daniel? We can, we can uh, get look, into this. I just I just want to ask him one thing. It is a rom-com. Name me a, another rom-com that, like, developed characters. Um, I'm going to say that this character's movie's been done before. How about we do that? They all have been done before. They all have. No. <laughs> That's no. the whole point. This, this is not this is Malcolm X. This is, this is not Spike Lee making Malcolm X. It's a rom-com. This They're is, all the same. Yeah, you know, all of them. The fact that Kenya Burr, I'm glad you mentioned Spike Lee. The fact that Kenya Burr said, I'm willing to put up my... my my filmography against Spike Lee was more out of pocket than anything I ever said. Well, that ain't got nothing to do with you people. That's literally what he was... Kenny. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. I'm talking about the movie. You're talking about Kenya I'm Burris as a, as a director. I'm talking about the movie. It's the same as any other rom-com I've ever seen in my life. Listen, man. I, don't, I, wanna, I want to go into it, but I know I don't have the time. Let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me ask one question, and then you can talk about the Kings. Let me ask one question. Yes. Why? Why does every movie written by black people or starring black people have to have like some massive societal take? Why can't it just be a movie? No, no I I agree with that, and I think have I don't expect every movie to have like some social contract. But when the, the basis of your movie is based on a based on a contextual subject of race relations, I expect you to offer something new on that subject than rather than something that has been tried. And it's boring, and it doesn't off. It's like it's just the same joke. Okay. Like literally, this, this is a podcast. You're going to, you can't, <laughs> we, we, we can't do this. We're going to have to set aside an hour, and we'll just get on the screen, and we'll just record it, and we'll put it out there for the world to hear. It's my fault. I brought it up, but I had to because I've been talking trash about you ever since I saw your little tweets about Kenya Bears. Ever since you said black people who like the movie work for the feds. Definitely the feds. <laughs> What, Definitely what, the fence. what about what about <laughs> your kings though? Um, so I, for me, I just want to ask a question. Um, you know, when I watched him play, there's like clear 
holes in the team, right? And I think sometimes I, I know we're looking far ahead, too far ahead, but what worries me is that when the games slow down and then when the shot's not dropping, we're talking about playoff basketball, like I need to see them create better opportunities and not just like wilt and be like, you know what, our, you know, the three's not, not flowing, you know, so the offense is not working. And sometimes that stuff bothers me when I see them like they, they go through these struggles and they didn't go through it last night, um, you know, thankfully. But, you know, when the shots are not falling, the, the, the three points are not, the three pointers not going in, you know, what, how can you create offense that doesn't come off the three point line? And also, like for me, uh, just defending on the perimeter, that stuff really, really bothers me because, like, these things, they matter, when, especially when teams start scouting you and taking away your first and second opportunities in the playoffs. I think, uh, and Kamara, we appreciate you. And, and, yeah, and two man. things. The next time we have that conversation, it, it, it's going to be on a, a separate screen, and we're, we're going to record it, and we'll put it out there Let's for the world. It. Let's do it. And I know Kamara wants to talk about what went on at the Grammys too. So we might have okay. two 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 episodes yeah, of, make that of Corners of the Culture with Kamara <laughs> uh, coming up. I, I, I understand, and I think we all understand in it, it, that Kamara's concerns, I think, sit in the back of our mind a lot when it comes to this team. Mm-hmm. I feel like recency, the one thing that we do have to bring into context because the three hadn't been falling for them, mm-hmm. uh, dating back to the Minnesota series. And they found ways to win two of those three games where the threes weren't falling. And then they played two without De'Aaron. And that was the issue. Mm -hmm. De'Aaron, I think, has done a tremendous job of recognizing at times this year what's working for his team and what's not and realizing, okay, I'll do it. I'm going to get to the basket. And sometimes he can be the catalyst to that. And when he gets to the basket, that changes things for Domas a little bit. And it takes away – it puts them in the – the second game against Minnesota, the game against San Antonio, it puts them back in that position. So I don't want, I don't want the fact that Fox was out the last two games to get lost yeah. because the three hadn't been falling. That was three free. That was like five straight games mm-hmm. at that point that the three hadn't been falling. Mm-hmm. But they were two and one entering the games that De'Aaron wasn't around yeah. for. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I ate up all our time. You can respond to that uh, when we come back. Jason Jones is set to join us as well. Uh, phone line still available for you. If you want to argue about Kenny Barris, you can too. Uh, 916-909-1320. I do want to mention something about the San Francisco 49ers as well. As we, I'm not even excited for the Super Bowl yet. I, I hope. It's I don't, a trash Super Bowl. I don't, it's, fact, it's football not a trash. trash. Okay. It, well, it's d and Casey. We'll be back. continues streaming live on the odyssey app we're talking during the commercial break on youtube.com slash espn 1320 i'm just not excited for the super bowl not for the reasons that you're not excited super bowl uh, sucks but i, I i'm excited i'm lying it doesn't it, it it'll, it'll be fine i'm just i don't know i'm just not excited for it anymore i don't normally get i don't think i get excited for the super bowl period like other people do i'm excited for rihanna i was excited for the halftime performance last year uh, and I'm excited for the halftime performance this year. I'm 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 excited to cook some junk food, but that's <laughs> the extent of it. Like Dude, uh, I'm I'm interested in the game. I think it's going to be a hell of a game. But no, nah, no seriousness. Not, like it's a, it's a good matchup. I'm not hyped for it. Do you think the week off hurts a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. And it it's always necessary. Has. It, you know? it, 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 yeah. it it always has. Um, it's I think now. I and and also for like we're we're so hyper focused on the Kings with what we do. 
you know, I'm, you know, it, it, no disrespect to our guy Stephen Silas and in, in, in the Houston Rockets. Oh, so Steven. I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking about Friday and Saturday. Mm. That's what I'm thinking about. That's what I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Are those two games Friday and Saturday? And you know. <laughs> Barring something crazy, the show probably starts with the Kings and the Mavericks on Monday. Yeah. It probably doesn't start with the result of the Chiefs and the Eagles. I don't know when we get to the Super Bowl. Well, <laughs> I'm sure if we have it your way, we won't. <laughs> Super Bowl we'll get trash. to we'll, we'll get to Rihanna's performance before we get to the actual game. <laughs> no, nah, but it, I think I think the, the week in between affects it a little bit. Um, the matchup itself, Eagles Chiefs. I mean, you got two great fan bases. I, I was intrigued when um, the matchup was first made about in- Andy Reid playing against the Eagles. Although I haven't heard a whole lot about that, but I'm also the wrong person to ask because I haven't looked for a whole I lot just, about. And the and, Super and that's probably part of it too. Is every time I turn ESPN television on, I'm so agitated by what I see, I just turn it off. Mm. Uh, so unless I'm watching. Um, NFL Network, yeah, who has a great morning show. I, I'm just not interested. Yeah, nah. um, also being in Glendale, I he, didn't realize this. This <clears throat> is crazy. Yo, we might have to be on Radio Row next year. Oh my! You know, Radio Row is the stupidest thing. It is. In the no, world. it really is. The 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 NFL. Why do we need to be? The there? NFL is the anti NBA All Star game. <laughs> Right now, the, the the NBA All Star Game, Cleveland, Salt Lake City, hmm. Indianapolis, hell, probably go to OKC afterwards. Just a bunch of trash, right? Well, that, that's a harsh. The NBA, the NFL, mm-hmm. Arizona this year, mm-hmm. Vegas next year. I think Trista's in Arizona. Now she that is. I think about it, she is. She'll be our Vegas radio next year correspondent. New Orleans the year after that. Lord have mercy. Man. If they throw in Miami after that. <laughs> have you and been I, to New Orleans? Yeah. Oh, my family's man. from New Orleans. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Been mm. in New Orleans. And that's coming off the heels of they were in Los Angeles last mm. year. Mm-hmm. So the NFL has gone L.A., Arizona, Vegas, New Orleans. And they were in Miami the year before. Brian's 100% right. You're going to interview some former Raider hawking his new self-help book if you go to Radio Row next year. Leave Marcus Allen out of this. It's 100%. What's going to – Crockett Gilmore. I'll never forget that stupidity from the idiot who used to run 1140. He was out on Radio Row with the morning show. Hey, I need you guys to do an interview for me. All right, cool. Who is it? It's Crockett Gilmore. I'm sorry. Who the hell is Crockett Gilmore? And why would we put him on this radio show? <laughs> just just interview him. We're like, who is he? I don't know. And he scurries off. And I'm like, is he like, is he hawking a self-help book? Like, what is he here for? He was like the third string tight end for the Ravens. <laughs> All right, dude. So we talked to him like, hey, yo, what are you doing out there at the Super Bowl? Oh, just hanging out. Okay. Oh, you know, are you out there with your companies? Anything? No, my agent told me to come. <laughs> What is this, Jerry Maguire? <laughs> Just walk him see, through the, the had, lobby? See, this is the same things that you had to do like when I at KSFM when I was at the Grammy Awards. Like you go with the hopes of getting the 90 seconds with Beyonce. Mm-hmm. You hope to get that moment, you know, those, those two and a half minutes with Usher, right? That's what you hope for. Yeah. But while you're on your way, you're going to interview the guy from Joe Millionaire. 
You're going to interview the third contestant who got eliminated on a reality show that no one on the planet saw. You're going to have to take all those lumps in hopes of landing Beyonce or Usher mm. or whoever else might yeah. be out there. Well, That's Radio Row. Next year, I'm willing to take, what's his name, Crocker Gilmore? <laughs> to I'm willing to take a, a couple interviews with him yeah. to get paid to go to Vegas for the Super Bowl. I'll leave on Sunday. I'll leave during the Super Bowl if the Niners aren't in it. I can, you can send me back on a flight during the Super Bowl. I don't care. Okay. That's what I used to do with the Grammys after I went to my first one. Just send me back. I don't need to stay for this. Did you ever stay for the Grammys? Mm-hmm. I saw Beyonce and Prince open. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. That was that was fire. They had a couple of seat I stayed for a couple. On, on <laughs> like, during. One of them sat right behind <laughs> Trevor Noah. <laughs> The seat like, fillers are right there. When, I why think are you when, getting uh, up now? I think it was when LL Cool J was uh, presenting the the hip hop, like he was mm-hmm. introducing the hip hop thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two people. I know y'all ain't celebrities. <laughs> I know for a fact y'all are not celebrities. Why oh, are you? Oh man, here? that's so good. Yo, shout out real quick too to Viola Davis, always who uh, won the Grammy. So now she's won the the the, the EGOT, the mm. uh, the Emmy, the Grammy, the Oscar, and the Tony. Wow, she's done it all, wow. and she does not get represented as one of the greatest of our generation man. the way she, she should. She's a legend. An she, absolute legend. Annalise Keating is one of the most. Badass characters that ever existed in television. This is a legend. Is that the? Is that which one is that? How to get away with I murder? So. Yeah, I haven't. I I want to watch it. I haven't watched it. I've watched yet. that series in its entirety like three times. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. So good. Uh, also, real quick on the Super Bowl, the futures. They talk about where is it going to be in twenty twenty six. NFL has not named the site. I can't believe this, but maybe rumors have targeted Levi Stadium. Is a possible location. Done that before? Yeah, I didn't think they'd ever go back again. <laughs> well, yeah, because you have the San Fran, you have the the the, the Super Bowl in the Bay Area. <laughs> Literally everything is in San Francisco except the football game. Yeah, we're so just real quick, just humor me for a second. Mm-hmm. They went to L.A., mm-hmm. Phoenix, Vegas, New Orleans. Where should they go after that? I would think uh, they're probably scheduled to go to you Jerry's got World. Again, you, yeah, I mean, you probably do Dallas, you do Miami. Um, they just did Miami, though. It doesn't stop them. No, do, but they usually get they usually give like seven to ten. Would they between, do between places? Do they? They don't do Tampa, right? They did Tampa for Chiefs. Bucks. I mean, I'm just thinking, what's in Florida? They what's Tampa, in Arizona? Though. What's in California? They do Tampa. Uh, oh, it, uh, they uh, they did this one when they it opened. Did, they did U.S. Bank right when it opened. Yeah. Oh yeah, and Mercedes Benz. It, it might do Atlanta. Usually, like if it's a new stadium, if there's a new stadium yeah, that's, somewhere, that's they'll do it the there. Deal. But there's no new stadiums coming. But I think Buffalo's the Buffalo and Tennessee have the next two. I don't think they'll be ready by 2026. Well, they've also got to be like Buffalo's not doing a dome, are they? Yeah, they are. Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah Buffalo it's gotta be, and Tennessee got to do domes. a dome. Yeah, they might go to Levi's. It's at that point, it would have been what's what's LX? Is that is that sixty? Because fifty was at Levi's. Oh, that wasn't that, that, that. So that was like six years ago. L L X. I don't know. I've lost it. Know. When WrestleMania stopped using <laughs> Roman numerals, I don't understand them anymore. <laughs> like I knew all the Roman numerals through WrestleMania. I think, I think I don't it know is them 60. Anymore. 
Uh, Beyonce and Bruno Mars bodied it at that at that Super Bowl. Jesse's trying to signal something to me. And it I, is I, 60. LX 60. is 60? Yeah. Is that where we're at? No, that's where that's where 26 would be. Oh, 2026. Okay. I got you. Super Bowl 60. Yeah. So ten, so it'd so be a 10 year six or something like that. Cuz that was 50, right? 50, yeah. Levi's was 50. The first Levi's. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I guess. Live so, from the Bay Area. Yes. <laughs> D-Lo and Casey. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're literally live from like 95-7 the game. They're like right above us. That's that's where we are. You're listening to D-Lo and Casey on KIFM West Sacramento 98.5 FM KRX QHD2. Sacramento ESPN 1320. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Live on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, live, and Twitter as well. Wherever you are, we appreciate you uh, so much for being with us. Want to get back to the Kings, who did make a move today. A small one. Kessler Edwards, uh, formerly of the Brooklyn Nets, now a member of your Sacramento Kings. Uh, we'll dive into that in just a second. But I, I do want to mention this while we're talking football, and I'll make yeah, it quick. We can do it. We wanna, can do it. Uh, Steve Wilkes, the newest defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. Steve Wilkes, of course, formerly the head coach of – uh, the Arizona Cardinals. We joke about uh, Martin Luther Shanahan, but I, I don't want like our kidding on that to be lost on what Kyle Shanahan does. Kyle Shanahan has regularly hired black defensive coordinators. Mm-hmm. Those black def- defensive coordinators have become head coaches. Robert Sala is a head coach. He hires black assistants. Mike McDaniels has become a head coach. Uh, D'Amico Ryans is now a head coach. Regardless of how you feel about Kyle Shanahan and, and, and maybe the privilege that he got to experience in the National Football League because of his dad, he has paid it back in a way that I don't know very many other coaches outside of Herm Edwards and Tony Dungy mm-hmm. have ever done, and he's certainly paying it back in a way that no, no, no other white coach mm-hmm. has ever done. Kyle Shanahan, whether it is consciously, subconsciously, or he is hiring the person he is believed best fit for that job who can help his football team, he should be applauded for the way he goes about uh, adding members to his coaching staff because at this rate, he is single-handedly keeping black coaches employed in the NFL. Like, you're not lying. You're not lying. Like, he is making – it almost feels – we joke about it a little bit. It almost feels intentional. Like, it really does. Like, he looks at it like you talked about as his duty to give these opportunities – and, and and give these platforms to these black coaches. Like, you can make the argument Steve Wilkes should have kept the Panthers' job. Mm-hmm. He did yeah. a really good job yeah. with, with that team when he took over in the middle of the season, got rid of their starting quarterback, then had them, no matter how bad the division was, had them within a week or two of potentially playing for a division championship. And you move on from him for whatever reason, Kyle Shanahan was right there. Hey, I got an opportunity for you. Anthony Lynn, hey, I got an opportunity for you. Mm-hmm. Let's get let's get you in here. Yeah. Get you get you back on the scene. You know, um, that that Steve Wilkes, I don't think has ever been given a fair opportunity to be a head coach. That that stuff in Arizona was a disaster and, and, and impossible to put on him. I don't really know that he was given a fair shot in Carolina. I thought he made the most of his opportunity mm-hmm. uh, in Carolina. I think this is a great reset but for him, reset button mm-hmm. for him. Um, Anthony Lynn has a lot more experience. I feel like if there's another head coach coming out of the San Francisco 49ers, it, it might be Anthony Lynn first. Uh, but we know how people look at that defensive coordinator position for uh, San Francisco. And 
Kyle's batting a thousand at this point. Yeah. Uh, so it's a good position for the 49ers to be in your squad. Yeah. And it's a good position for Steve Wilkes to be in. Um, this is something that we didn't really think about. So I'm just, I'm thinking about it right now. So I don't expect an answer, but does, and I'll go back to, to big Shanny, um, Mike, does he have the best coaching tree of any coach? I mean, you think about it, like, look at what's coming from his coaching tree. You, off the top of my head, you got his son, <laughs> then McVay, LaFleur, mm-hmm. um, and now from Kyle. Well, well I was going to say, Salah, now that Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan are building their own coaching trees, yeah, there's probably. Yeah, yeah and from McVay, uh, isn't the Vikings coach from McVay? I think he, I think he was the offensive coordinator. Vikings coach is Stefanski, right? I don't remember the name. To be yeah, it's Kevin Stefanski. Vikings coach isn't Kevin Stefanski? Jesse shaking no, his head. I think it, who's Kevin Stefanski coach? I don't know. Oh, but I think the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought he both coached the Vikings. <laughs> I think the Viking coach was the offensive coordinator for the the Rams when they won the Super Bowl. Okay, so like the the Mike Shanahan tree. It's starting to spawn off and have different branches. Right. Yeah. Which is, which is nuts. So this is gonna bother me. I need to know who Kevin Stefanski is the head coach for. It's not. It's a. It's a simple name. It's not Stefanski. Uh, Minnesota's is Kevin O'Connell. He was Kevin. the Rams um, OC. Yeah. Oh, Kevin Stefanski. Jesus, he's the coach of the Cleveland Browns. Wow. My goodness. I thought they My were bad. still talking about. Uh, I see me. Forgot his name too. Forgot the guy I was thinking about. Boy, we're, on guy, a, we're on a roll. Who's the guy who no was, idea. was one year in Cleveland? It was it was terrible. Uh, Fredo, uh, Fredo, <laughs> Fredo Kitchens, Fredo Kitchens, Kitchens, <laughs> Fredo, 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 Fredo Kitchens, the uh, Luke Walton, the football coach. I'm sorry. That wow. was reserve that was, all your shots for Buddy, not, not okay. Luke. You're right. You're absolutely right, Luke. I apologize. My apologies yeah, to, to to Luke Walton. But um no, it's 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 good to see Kyle Shanahan doing that. Other 49ers news that is one the big sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. Um the other is also a sigh of relief, really. It seems as though Brock Purdy's not gonna need Tommy John. Okay. The surgery is not I forgot the, the two distinctions, but I think Tommy John is reconstruction. Yep. And what he needs is a repair. Repair is the six month Tommy John reconstruction. Obviously, you're out for for a year or so. Well, I think that's uh, you correct me if I'm wrong. I thought that was always that was the initial understood. diagnosis. But until he got the second opinions, people were still kind of worried about. So like, yeah, so so I think it was like, what do you want your approach to be? Mm-hmm. Right. Tommy John was like on the table, mm-hmm. and then after the second opinion, it's like I, I don't think you need that. Right. So right. Okay. Right. So that would leave him. Like, I think six months, you know, when he gets it done, he, he might not go into surgery for a couple of weeks. Six months would be around the start of training camp. So I don't know how what that means. I don't know if that means, like, he can start doing football activities at five months and he's fully healed at six months. Like, I don't know what that means. But mm-hmm. it's looking around the start of training camp is when he be, you know, cleared to, to play. And, I, you know – I was thinking about this, man, and there were some reports that came out last week as well. You know, I, I don't know where these reports are coming from, but it sucks for Trey. But if he's healthy, I think Brock Purdy's QB1, man. I really do. I, I said it I said it when Brock, after, like, the Seattle game, I was like, I'm still going with Trey, 
unless Brock Purdy gets you to like the NFC Championship game or something like that. And lo and behold, that man got you to the NFC Championship game. And it's, whew, that's tough. That's tough. I Look, I'm glad, uh, what did, what did uh, who, who told us earlier, Rich, there's people that get paid more than me to make mm. these type of decisions. So I'm going to leave that to Kyle mm. and them. But right now, if you had to ask me, I, I won't sit on the fence. I'd cry if he's healthy. I'd probably go Brock as QB one. And Trey didn't do anything to not be QB one, but Brock went and took the job. Two things before we get to the Kings and Kessler Edwards. Uh, one, uh, thanks to Kyle G. Uh, Stefanski was Mike Zimmer's offensive coordinator in ah. Minnesota. That's why I kept thinking uh, he was in Minnesota. No excuse for it, but I appreciate him uh, clearing that up. Two, competition or no? I, I could see it being – it's not in lockstep. You know, if, if if Brock isn't looking like he's recovered, if he's not looking healthy. No, 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 no. No, I'm saying if they're in there, like, yeah, it's a competition. And, like, if he's clear Everyone's to play, healthy. Yeah, if he's clear to play, yep. but he could be clear to play and just not be the same. Well, that, got, that, that's what I mean. It, yeah, let, let, yeah, let's, let's go in. Okay. It's a, so, it's, it's a competition. But okay. somebody has to be QB1 on the depth chart. Brock Purdy would be QB1. And Trey Lance would have an opportunity to outplay – Brock to get that spot, but QB one to be to start off will be Purdy. Um, the other thing in 49ers land, real quick, there was we're real quick in a lot of things right here. <laughs> there was a, a scare last week that uh, Trent Williams was contemplating retirement because hmm. he answered a question. He, yeah, where it was like, man, it gets tough, man. Mm-hmm. You know, at this point in your career, it gets tough to go through this. And, and, and mind day. you, his season literally just ended. Yeah, yeah, and and he was like. Yeah, it's tough to go through this daily grind, man. I, I don't know how much longer I have it in me. Well, he came out yesterday, and he's like, I don't think I understand the question. I'm not I'm not going anywhere. I got two years on my contract. I plan to play out my and contract. And I'm paid very well. Like, very well, <laughs> yeah. He's like, I, I yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. like I said, I, I, I can understand. I guess he was saying, I understand how the answer sounded a certain way. Maybe I didn't understand the question, but, no, I'm not retiring. And next year or the year after, I got two years on my contract. It's always tough, even Brady to a certain extent, when guys retire right after the season. That's mm-hmm. when you're just mentally. I retire every day from radio at like four oh five, like every day. It's like, man, I don't. Know. I'm I'm like Trent Williams. It's hard to do this. I don't know how much more of this I got. But that's like I do after, that as a fan, right? <laughs> right. At the end of the Niners, dang, I got to go to the mountaintop again. I don't know if we could do it again. Yeah, see, that it's 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 tough. It's the toughest time to try to talk about your future. Yeah. Um. So I always take like I I I saw the Trent Williams remark and the reaction to it. It's like, let let dude's probably sore, exhausted, sick of seeing all of these people as much as he loves them. Give the brother a chance to go to a beach or something. Let, wanna, let, let him go find Cliff Kingsbury in Thailand right. and come back. Like he'll be, he'll be fine. <laughs> no, he'll be make fine. sure it's not a one way ticket. But yeah, yeah, you know he I, gets a round trip. Yeah. Cliff can stay there. Just yeah. go check on him. Make sure he's okay. I want. He's only been here, I think, two or three years. I don't know exactly. I want Trent to get a ring, man. Yeah, me too. I, I me too. I want. I want that guy to win a Super Bowl. Aaron Donald's got his. Trent Williams yeah. deserve his. Yeah. Uh, Kessler Donovan Edwards, the newest member of your Sacramento Kings. Uh, he was traded today. Uh, he was a part of a, 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 a trade exception that the Sacramento Kings had uh, that expired today. Uh, so there was no player involved. There's no Alex Lynn. There's no Terrence Davis. There's no nothing like that. They had a trade exception that was going to expire. If they didn't use it, it just expired, and they mm-hmm. lost it. Um, and this helped uh, Brooklyn get uh, – 
free up some calf space, free up a roster spot. Uh, Brooklyn, according to multiple reports, is expected to be active over the course of the next couple of days. Brooklyn is not expected to trade Kevin Durant before Wednesday's 3 o'clock Pacific Standard Time deadline. So it it, it serves both both teams involved. Mm -hmm. Brooklyn can clear up some space, clear up a roster spot. Sacramento had a trade exception. They had to use and... Like, all right, let's add some depth here to the to the wing position. He's not a backup center. Uh, he's not a backup guard. He's a he's a six eight small forward who just hasn't gotten any run uh, with 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 Brooklyn this year. So, what amount of run he gets with Sacramento, we'll see. Um, honestly, your guess is as good as mine. I really don't know, uh, but a lot of what his run might look like uh, could be dictated by what happens over the course of the next two days. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I know they had talked about, you know, possibly going to Stockton, and, and I didn't, I'm not against that idea either, right? Because I talked about, you know, for a little we've all talked about for a little bit, Monty and that, and, and that whole organization building up the G League and kind of using that like a, a Toronto Raptors has with guys that they have, Van Fleet, Siakam coming through their G League, seeing if the Kings could do that. And that's one way to be able to get in there. And if you're a small market, get talent in there if you can develop it you know yeah. san antonio's done those things too so if kessler came here and wasn't the nba guy right away and went to stockton yeah let him get his feet wet down there see what he can do get some run uh get get familiar with what the the king's system is and where his strengths lie and see if it works that way so i, I think i want to say it's a win-win because we don't know but it's a no-lose situation like you're not like you mentioned yeah. you had a exception that you had to use today <laughs> You get it on a guy that um, you could take a chance on, young guy, see what he has. So you can't – not really a wrong situation here. Yeah, the – he has a uh, – I think it's a, a team option in the last year of his deal. So there's – it's 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 a no-risk thing. Um, use the trade exception, get a player in here, see if it works. If it doesn't, then it doesn't. No harm, no foul. Uh, see what he could do in, in, in Stockton. Shout-out to me as Kata, named G League All-Star – Shout out to uh, Nani. Uh, at Nani, you've changed the fortunes of this franchise. I know that. Nani at Nani making moves. She out there doing things. <laughs> at Nani making moves. Got Berton. Got S, uh, Kessler. You know what I mean? Got got Kate in the All Star game. At Nani making moves, boy. Don't sleep. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I don't think Kessler Edwards plays. Plays, uh, I don't think I, I, I don't think we see him this weekend against Dallas. No, I don't think so either. Don't and I don't so. know. I know Mason Plumley. I know there's a. I don't think Sacramento or its fan base is the only uh, team interested in Mason Plumley. Uh, I think everybody knows how bad right. uh, Charlotte is, and I'm sure they've gotten plenty of calls about players uh, like that. Um, I got asked in the hallway uh-huh. uh, trade proposal with Mason Plumley. You did? Um, yeah. Our, 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 our hallway? hallway? Yeah. Oh, Kimberly got a trade proposal for Mason Plumley. <laughs> okay, Kimberly, I see you. <laughs> Shout out to Money Making Rich uh, out there. He said, would you trade a second rounder in Holmes for Plumley?" Yes. Yeah, which I, I – I, apologies to Rashawn. I am a fan and will always be a fan. He doesn't fit on this team. We all know that. Mm-hmm. You're moving off of that contract. Mason Plumley's only here for 
two, three months, yeah, you you probably still accomplish something because I'm not. I think it, I think I got into a discussion with James about the value of Rashawn Holmes. Mm. I don't know how much value Rashawn Holmes mm. has, unfortunately. I yeah, I I probably flipped on that a little bit before. I think I think was, maybe oh it was we you talking, I was arguing. Yeah, with. we were talking about Thibel. And right, like, right, like, right, 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 right. You can get yep. more. That's in the right. Summer. Yep. From Rashawn Holmes, and, yep. and maybe I flipped on that a little bit, especially in this case, like Thibel or Plumley. Yeah. If you can move Rashawn Holmes because they're both expiring, mm-hmm. that's that's something maybe I didn't take into account before. Uh, we'll come back. Jason Jones joins us. We'll talk much more Kings basketball when the co-host of the J Street Vibes podcast and writer over at the Athletic joins us here on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN thirteen twenty. Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. No, no, no. Back to D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and KC on ESPN 1320. Let's bring our man Jason Jones in here. Boy, look how smooth Jay looked today. There you go. Jason (laughs) Jones, the athletic J Street Vibes podcast. What's happening, Jay? Not much, not much, you know, just hanging in, you know, uh, enjoying the NBA news as it comes across my timeline and doing a whole bunch of other stuff that has nothing to do with the NBA. So I'm having fun. You know, sorry, I I was going to say, I I don't feel like we we, we obviously spent a lot of time talking about the Kings and the NBA and J Street vibes. And I don't think we spent enough time focusing on your work over the athletic, but you did. uh, you, you, You wrote a great piece. I think it was last week about Bamani Jones and and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and his show. Um, Bamani Jones is a guy like I love. Like that's like he's at the top of my list. Mm-hmm. Like he is as uh, mm-hmm. measured and he's he's just as measured as they come. Like I, I I love listening to what him. He does. He's and that was great. yeah, that was some great work he did with Bomani last week. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. No, we're not related. Anyone's <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, that was a that was a fun one to watch because that's you know it's different when you write about someone who's kind of like your age and mm-hmm. you've kind of followed their career and now you're writing about them. Yeah, but it, that was fun. And then you know, because what it made me do was I went back and watched every single episode of this show. Mm-hmm. And so I like went back and binged it all over again. Then I watched, you know, last week. That was a that little that little exchange with him and Jake Paul was pretty funny. I heard about that. I missed it though. I heard they they got after it a little bit. Oh yeah, they yeah yeah they got yeah they got after it. And and I hit I uh, I hit Bo after after that. He said somebody must have told Jake I was one of his little friends or something. The the you know it was really the best part about that is it all started. Bomani's question was totally fair. What was the question? He, yeah, he asked him like, "Yo, what, the, you've built this whole thing, but what happens if you lose? Mm. Like, how does this all change if you lose?" Mm. And dude got in his feelings a little bit and was like, "I'm gonna be. Honest, I don't. I don't even know who you are. My PR team told me to do this, and it's like." <laughs> He got offended at the most like legit questions, like, "What if kids start gambling because of you?" Well, uh, you're just clout chasing now. It's like <laughs> start using a bunch of terms that don't even apply. He's like, <laughs> don't even have, apply. and he's like, "You just have me on for ratings." And Bomani's like, "Well, 
duh. <laughs> you, and that, you and this woke culture. Okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm going to have you on because no one wants to see you. Yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. I mean, yeah, that was that was weird. But like I told him, I said, he will be in the Hall of Fame for that Duke that Duke uh, bit from last year. <laughs> the Duke bit. What was, I got I to gotta uh, see that. No, what was the museum of how out. Duke ruined the lives of black basketball fans in the 90s because they beat all our heroes? Oh, <laughs> They had they had they had a they created a whole museum. The museum had Tyler Hansborough with, with oh. the bloody face. It has you know late the museum has Leitner stepping on my man from Kentucky. Oh, you know it has you know the foul that should have been called against UNLV, and you know they got Jalen Rose talking about losing to him. I mean it's it was hilarious, and you know he says in the story. He kind of wishes that wasn't their first show because it kind of. <laughs> how do you top? How do you top the uh, Coach K? Why? Why we don't like Duke Museum? <laughs> That's amazing. I missed that. I absolutely have to see that. That's amazing. Bits and parts uh, of it, but I, I haven't really sat down and watched. And I like Beaumont. I don't know why. I haven't yeah, I mean, I, I I love the chance to watch anything that's in my vein of hater snarkiness. You know, it's right up my alley. But he's so. I hate to – you guys will know I hate to use this term, but I'm trying to find a different – he's so well-spoken. Like, he puts his words together. <laughs> he puts his words together flawlessly. Flawlessly. <laughs> right? Like, like he he speaks <laughs> – he speaks like a like a he speaks so well. He's so well spoken. He speaks so well. He speaks like a Michael Eric Dyson. Like that's how he speaks. Like that's how he puts his words together, man. And it's like it's this like dude flawless. Went to college and got advanced degrees and everything. I mean, my gosh, <laughs> this is worse than you say. I like in the wood. What? Wood, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's worse than that. <laughs> no, nah, look, the he 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 speaks flawlessly flawless <laughs> even if i don't agree with him like the way he puts his his arguments his together. sentences and his, his words <laughs> well, that's part the way he that's part the of way he puts his arguments though. together is flawless like he you talk about that's embrace debate he's got away with words oh, there's about that, that too there yeah. you go he's a wordsmith for he's real. A yeah, wordsmith. and that's what he talked oh, yeah, about yeah. he's like you know it's kind of tough to hand your idea to a room of comedy writers and then get it back and be like oh yeah or as he put it you know, I, I don't know if it made the story but he kind of said it's kind of interesting when you're a black guy with like certain type of points of view you hand your thoughts over to this room and then you get to see how they kind of view you and you're like that ain't funny <laughs> and they're like this is hilarious it's like no i can't use that can't use a trevor bauer joke no i can't do that i'm not that good <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, make sure you check out uh, Jay's amazing work over uh, at The Athletic. And, of course, you can check out his podcast that he co-hosts with Kenny Carraway, uh, Jay Street Vibes. Kings get a win last night. All is right with the world. Everything settled down after a bad weekend. They also played the Rockets. Um, they got the Rockets again <laughs> coming up on 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 Wednesday and uh, shout out to Steven Silas. I'm curious how you feel, though, about the matchup coming up this weekend uh, with uh, uh, a slightly different-looking Dallas Mavericks team now. So, I mean, that's going to be my test in your defense. <laughs> I mean, Kyrie <laughs> usually, you know, can you know get his points or whatever. Then you got Luka. Now you got them together. 
but they might be catching them at the perfect time because they really won't have a whole lot of time to you know to, to play together yet. Mm-hmm. You know, so the, then on the, the flip side, you could say, what better defense to see to get your getting a good rhythm than to see the Kings defense come to town? <laughs> or you yeah. know, are you are you visit the Kings? You know, you know, hey, we don't know what we're doing yet. Guess what? They're going to let us run our offense. <laughs> yeah, this, this is this so, is a good opportunity to run your offense here. You get to run through it, get familiar with it. Yeah, you know, hey, Kyrie, you're going to get some good looks tonight. So just you know, you know, go ahead, see what you and Luca can figure out. But that's going to be an interesting thing because making you know, like you can say on the podcast. Kyrie's better than Jalen Brunson, but Kyrie's always been, you know, kind of a, I won't say he's been an alpha because when you have, when you play with LeBron, you're always going to be, you know, secondary to LeBron. But I think we all know Kyrie kind of wants, you know, has a really, you know, I'm, you know, I'm the, I'm a number one type personality on that team. Does anyone touch the ball besides Luca unless Luca's like not in the game? I mean, Mm. (laughs) Yeah, they I mean, they run. I mean, it's like the old James Harden in Houston on steroids. (laughs) You thought James Harden dribbled the ball a lot. I mean, Luca gets the ball and it's we're going to come set me a screen. And you know what? You better be ready to catch and shoot that thing. I I can't see you parking Kyrie in the corner or Kyrie just standing around waiting. So I'll be curious to see how Jason Kidd makes that work. Was uh, was that Fresh Prince when Carl was Carlton and Will Smith fighting for the ball? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In the middle, of Carlton stole it from him right before the big heave that's that the, everyone uses. Right. He stole it from Will. Yeah. That's gonna be Luca Kyrie. <laughs> Very well, might Luke be. Kyrie gonna be fighting each other for the ball. <laughs> Tim Hardaway Jr. over there, like, hey, I was open. <laughs> Those guys are just gonna leave the floor. It's just gonna be Kyrie and Luca out there together, just two on five every night. Those guys. So, are just- what all star team is Kyrie on now? I forget what happens. Well, remember they draft. Yeah, they. they so say it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, quote unquote, unquote, Eastern Conference. Pool, yeah, yeah so. it, it'll just and 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 he'll get drafted. Was um, well, he still a starter? I mean, uh, well, yeah, because yeah. you could it, you, again. You're, yeah, you you're can team LeBron. Your, right, it's right, it's right, team right, LeBron starters. and team Giannis, right? Yeah. Yeah, but what this really ruins is the moment where we watch. Well, we still have it where LeBron drafts Kyrie with a wink of, "Hey, see you in July." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, speaking of LeBron, he, he uh, they they just pushed out the what he's wearing. Boy, that boy looked clean tonight. The black, he he black, is that's today. Yeah, that's today. Oh, he's man. dressed like he's Woo. ready to break that record tonight. Uh, he needs thirty six points. You think he does it? I think so. I think everyone's been waiting for it. I, I think plus, you know, Lakers aren't great or very good, so they might need forty from them anyway. No. <laughs> so, yeah, I think you know. But some no, the other theory is, what if he kind of drags this out so he can do it? You know, against Giannis. Hmm. I'm like, but Giannis isn't really his rival like that. So I don't you know. See that? I think you know. Go ahead, and knock it out. I mean, he's been getting thirty, you know, thirty plus pretty regularly. Russ and I can Pat, really see it happen. Russ and Pat Bev gonna take the first twelve shots of the game. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. Pat Bev, like man, hey, you need, hey, get on my back, Brian. I'll lead you to the all star, uh, the all time scoring record. Get on my back, Brian. I can see you right now. Pat Bev catches the ball, looks at. Le- 
Verona waves him off. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, <laughs> Patrick Beverly at 35. Like they freeze him out at 35. <laughs> LeBron streaks up the court wide open. Russ pulls up for three. (laughs) (laughs) He's under the rim for a dunk, and Russ is like, nope. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now, LeBron James is dressed to break the record. You don't dress dress like this for a regular night against Oklahoma City. He looks more. That boy breaking the record. I got to steal that look. I got to steal that look. I got to have that look right now. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, this is. He looks. It's just, it's just, it's just all black, but that's, that's, that's a man coming. I'm still in that look. That's a man coming to break a record. He's not waiting around. He's like, let's do this. Yeah. That's uh, a big moment. Like I don't yeah. feel like that. That we, we've got the game here on ESPN thirteen twenty. Like I, don't don't be in front of your TV. Be at your radio tonight. Mm-hmm. This is a historic moment. Like mm-hmm. don't take LeBron James for granted. Yeah, he's about to break a record that was set in nineteen eighty four, and there is absolutely no sign of someone in this league who's going to break the record he's about to set. Literally, the the person who's going to break that record probably isn't alive. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Probably not alive. And so, I'm laughing because it's true. It's it's who or it's whoever the Lakers are going to use that 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 2029 first round pick <laughs> they held on to for so long. Right. <laughs> He's like in middle school right now. <laughs> the, and the crazy thing is, LeBron. I mean, he got he got another two three years left in him at mm-hmm. least. At least yeah, he's going to keep playing. We've never seen more anything like this. I mean, we've never seen anything like this. I mean, he's 38, and yeah, I saw the graphic where they matched up his numbers from like 10 years ago and how they're almost identical. Yeah. It's I, just like, this is just, you know, at least they went out and got him, you know, a great team to play with, you know. Okay. I've seen his, I've seen like graphs and graphics of uh, his numbers throughout his career, and they're like the same. You want mm-hmm. to talk about the model of consistency. It's like, 28 or 29, 7 or 8, 7 or 8. Every single year to this day, to this day, like from rookie year to now, no drop-off, nothing like that. It is it is – Jay, we were talking about it earlier. Um, he is probably the only – the only athlete that I could think of, maybe Tiger, but those two that have been better than the hype. LeBron's better yeah. than the hype that was was placed on him before he came into the league. Yeah, I, I remember the first time I saw LeBron play, it was he was in high school. And I said, Oh my God, that's Magic Johnson if he was a freak athlete. And Magic was a you know, you know, Magic was Magic. Mm-hmm. But Magic wasn't jumping over people dunking on him like that. A little stiff. A little stiff. <laughs> a little, you know, a little bit, a little bit, you know. No and when everyone was and everyone was trying to throw the Jordan comparison in, and I was like, that's magic. Mm. That's like Magic 3.0. That's not Jordan. That's Magic. And then you look at where he's going to finish, number one in scoring, top five in assists. He'll probably beat him with the top 20 in rebounding. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's insane. I mean, <laughs> that's ridiculous. It's and, the greatest of all time is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't – you know, like, like Steve Kerr would say, let's not act like guys who played later on and have greater advancements aren't better than players before. For them now we can't do that remember we can't we, we we can't remember i mean 
I try to give people this this visual. I said, think about this. LeBron is like the size of Carl Malone, but he runs like a guard. Mm. Like he's a LeBron is the I mean, is like what Jason Witt. He's like he's like an NFL tight end. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Tyler Jennings brings up a great point in the chat, and forgive us. Clearly, Keegan Murray is going to be the guy who oh, will uh, uh, approach the scoring record for. Yeah, we tripping. We yeah, that's, that's 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 an error on all our part. Like this is this is Keegan Murray's world, especially after last night's performance. Jay, I got a question for you, and I'm dead serious. Do you believe there is a such thing as a rookie wall? <laughs> no. Thank you. All right. Thank you. As as Isaiah Thomas once said, y'all only bring that up when we have a bad game. All of a sudden, there's a wall that we done hit. He's like, no, I had a bad. I don't. I don't buy that they get to game fifty and all of a sudden forget how to play basketball. I mean, I think you know, is there a such thing as guys getting tired? Yes, but. The whole idea that you get to a certain point of the season and every rookie's terrible—I don't buy that. I don't buy that at all. I mean, they put they put too much time and money and all the other stuff into these guys to where, hey, a guy's gonna have some bad games. But I mean, if, even if you were in college, still you'd still be hooping. Right. It's not like you played thirty games in college and then just said, "I'm gonna stop playing." Right. <laughs> we'll see you next year, basketball court. He's <laughs> like, "Oh man, oh my god, this April, I can't play again for five months." You know, because right. you know, if I do, I'll hit that wall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's something to get but, used to the travel and all that. But I mean, like I said, I, all the players would tell you, whenever they start bringing up the wall. That's someone looking for an excuse for just not playing well. So what happens when it happens to a vet? Are they hitting like the year four wall? Like, <laughs> I think it because you got the all star wall. Uh, just uh, these guys are ready for the all star break here. <laughs> so I, I do believe in that. I don't think that's a wall. That's called Cancun's calling me. That ain't a wall. <laughs> I, I think yeah, absolutely. That's just sick of being around the same people over and over. Jesse can't wait for Friday to get here just because he's sick of being around us. Like that's just a, that's just the way this is. Like there ain't no wrong yeah. with that. But yeah, I've seen some games where I'm like, oh, they so ready to get out of here. <laughs> when that last game is on the road before the All Star break, them dudes got. Oh, them that, dudes got that's always the best game to watch. Was, the very last to, one before the break. I was just trying to think too, man. The Kings, I think they're on the road before the break. Isn't I remember a few times you're on the road. Yep. Okay, they was like, you want to fly yeah. back with lose. us? <laughs> They're, they're like, you want to fly back with us? We got five people on the plane. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No one, it's like only like the older guy on the team who has like a kid at home is going home. Nobody else is going home. Harrison Barnes is on the plane. <laughs> it's like Harrison and like the it's like Harrison, like security, Miguel going back with the equipment and the train. It's like everyone's like, we're out. Uh, Kevin Durant will not play in the All-Star game next week. Mm. That according to our good friend, Chris Haynes. Mm. So Kevin Durant, yeah, Kevin Durant out. Mm. Steph Curry, not officially ruled out, but out. Mm. And there seems to be a growing sentiment that Zion Williamson won't play in the All-Star game. So De'Aaron Fox is going to be an All-Star. You would think. 
I, you know, it, hey, remember I said last week they like to throw you a curveball with that one guy who you weren't thinking about. Yeah, they already did that with Jaron that Jackson. Was a, that was a knuckleball. That, that, wasn't no, that was a spitter. <laughs> that was illegal. <laughs> Watch him take Anthony Edwards and Anthony Davis just to screw with everyone. <laughs> well, but but if there's three spots, that that's who the three spots are going to. Didn't Anthony take, Edwards. Like, Siakam. Oh, that would be. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, they're like gonna, need a, but the three yeah. spots. I know, I know the um, Jalen Brunson's going to going to Salt Lake City. Well, look, I, I know, I know. Oh, wow, that's 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 a name, but that's, that's real. I know the you know the, the 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 they pick you know schoolyard style, but I would think Kevin Durant's replacement has to be an Eastern Conference guy. That's what I'm. I would think it have to be a guy from the East. That's why I'm like Pascal. That's Jalen. Yeah, Jalen, Jalen or Pascal. Some people think Pascal's so. Apparently, uh, James Martin. apparently James. Willie Green said Zion will be out through the All Star break. Mm-hmm. So spots in the West. Come yeah, on yeah. down, Aaron Gordon. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's 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 that's t- that's me, not this, funny. To me, this is not a, this is not a cinch for De'Aaron. This it's not a cinch. I mean, I think to me, part of it is just that. Even the voters still kind of look at the Kings like, well, yeah, they're the Kings. And, like, we gave them one. You know, let's chill now. And, you know, and then they'll say, well, if if Memphis gets two, and Memphis is a whole different story out there. It's like death row records of the NBA now. And then you got uh, – It's Memphis. Denver only has one. Someone, they, you know, Adam Silver might say, you know what? Let's reward Aaron Gordon because we stole two's dunk contest from him. Well, that he definitely don't need to be there. Um, but um, <laughs> I thought I thought I heard. I think it was James was talking about it. Isn't isn't it the the coach it's, or the commissioner Adam Silver goes down the list? Him, yeah. But he goes down the list. It's not like he a can. He can. He can go. He down. can. I don't believe Mike Conley was next on the list. Mm. Like he mm. can deviate from it. I think in most cases they go. Next, right, which I think was De'Aaron, Anthony Davis. I, th- I think I think in the in the two groups of mm-hmm. forwards and uh, guards, that's how it was. That's how it played out. Um, he, he could decide. You know what? We let him keep the team in Sacramento. Go ahead, Anthony Edwards. Like I said, this is just. I think I think De'Aaron will get it. But I my uh like I said, my caveat is that. Denver has been at top of the West most of the year, and they only have one, and Memphis has two. Aaron Gordon's not an all-star, and he's not anywhere on that cumulative score list. He wasn't voted by players. He wasn't voted by fans. He wasn't voted by media. He might be voted by Adam Silver. Well, then Adam Adam needs to be impeached. (laughs) Yeah, remember the time Adam picked Dirk, who was on his way to go on vacation and didn't even want to go? What Shemezi say? What Shemezi say? Dirk. <laughs> Shemezi was trying to start a riot in Sacramento. Hey, if I I'm, remember I'm not going to say you shouldn't do it, but I'm I'm going. I'll sit back and watch. I'm just saying I could see it going so many different ways. You know, mm. because even before this last one, I said I could see De'Aaron getting squeezed out because there's going to be one guy we're not expecting. Like you said, we got you know we got Jaron Jackson. That was your one. So I still think. I mean. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Because I didn't see Jaron Jackson getting in. Mm. 
You yeah, know, nobody but saw Jerry Jones. It was, it was it the most egregious, craziest thing I've ever seen? I wouldn't say all that, but yeah, that, that one was kind of interesting. Yeah, like I said, you know, maybe they were afraid. Like I said, Memphis is like death row, you know. Well, they I'm out glad, here got got their homies walking up on people. Bro, I'm, they glad, gonna, they I'm glad you brought him up. Shark. Uh, I'm glad you brought him up because you're, I ain't our, messing with you. you're our NBA guy. What's, what's your thoughts on this whole John Morant situation? Like, me and Damon be like, yo, he's he's got to stop this. <laughs> like, he, he's got to, you know, kind of put his foot down with his dad and his and his boys and be like, yo, I got to chill, man. Do you think it's being overblown or is he in danger of doing a little too much here? Well, I don't – I mean, I don't know about the, the off the court, the whole laser thing, you know, whatever that, but you can't – your homies can't be walking up on the court on people. Mm-hmm. You well, neither can your that. dad. You know whether, <laughs> yeah. yeah, even your, your dad got to chill too. You know, you know. I know, you know, Usher in his home. You know, whatever they got to chill <laughs> because it's going to you know who it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt Ja. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, it's not going to hurt Dad. It's going to hurt Ja. Yeah. And there's and if he don't put his foot down. You know, but Josh done some stuff too. You know, it's not like he's innocent in this. Remember when they back? Even this is going back a couple of years when they uh, had the uh, you could put your uh, own thing on your jersey in the bubble, mm-hmm. and he put F and then uh, over the twelve. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's he's with it too. You yeah. know, it's not. I mean, and and these type of things. If he, if he gonna act up, even the even uh, the tweet, you know, on Sunday, he's like, yeah, man, they own. They banned my brother. Your brother, he ran on the, he went on the court. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> this is not if, free Josh's brother. Like he, a he ran on the court. Yeah, they, banned, I, they banned him brother. because he ate. He's like, they banned my brother. Like they banned him because he walked, like, like he ate too much popcorn. Like he went, you know, no, they banned him for going on the court. And, they, I mean, then you get to me, though, the Grizzlies in general are out of control. Mm-hmm. There it is. I mean, they talk way too much for somebody who hasn't done anything. Yep. And every time they talk, they get humbled on the court. I mean, they talked in L.A., got humbled by the Lakers. I mean, the Warriors smack them around when they got a G League team. I mean, Denver smacks them around. I mean, how about you How about you take all your attention off of, you know, respect? And what did Josh say? We, we got the West? No, you don't. <laughs> I mean, what you say yesterday? Every team, ever since he said that, they didn't got smacked by every team in the West. It felt like. the Kings smacked them up. The Lakers got them. The war, everybody got them. It's like you know, and like talking about yesterday, and poor Dylan Brooks, he just need to, yeah. Oh. Dylan Brooks is more known now for running his mouth and getting laughed at than playing ball now. Um, and his bodysuit uh, tank top. Hey, um, hi. <laughs> Memphis is fifteen and sixteen in the conference. <laughs> They run the West. <laughs> They're 15. The Sacramento Kings are 18 and 11. They, Memphis runs the West. I ain't worried about nobody in the West. West is the, I mean, if uh, if, you're, if you're the number two seed, if they're the number two seed, trust me, the number seven seed is like, we want some of that. Bro, the Portland Trailblazers have a better record in the conference than the Memphis Grizzlies do. <laughs> Damn. The Trailblazers are 11th right now. 
I I I I, I, I don't dudes. get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Maybe you know, you know, maybe Dylan will run up on Shannon Sharp or somebody. He'll you know, I don't know who he gonna run up on. Maybe he'll run up on our homie, uh, our homie, you know, one of our homies in sack. I don't know. Yeah, he Lance, you know, he ain't gonna run up he on fifty. He gonna run up on fifty. He, yeah, he, he, yeah, I, I would love to see that. <laughs> I would love to see him run up on fifty. You know, <laughs> I would love that. Would be great. You know. <laughs> You know, you know, we could see, you know, you know, but you know, you, but you know, you know, the same way they got Zeke. You know, I don't think Dylan wants them problems. He don't want them problems. You know, Monet will show up. At the, Monet gonna be at the game too. Boy, if Monet oh, show like up, the, y'all like threaten people. Y'all Mo- like to threaten people. Okay. If Monet show up at a Kings game, man, things will never be the same. <laughs> the next Kings Tahada family. The whole Tejada family. Like, okay, y'all like to threaten people. You know, Vivek ain't going out like that. He's going to have a whole cast of power there. He's going to have, you know, Kane, you know. Crossover, here comes Tommy. Here comes Tommy. Yeah. Yeah, Bring Lil Meech in there. (laughs) Bring bring Lil Meech to the game. We're going to learn what the Grizzlies and Dylan Brooks and his bodysuit are all about. BMF, BMF under the under the basket while he's shooting free throws. <laughs> it's just gonna be little Meach standing under there staring at Ja. Little <laughs> Meach, get Lamar out there, get, get Lamar singing. You can't stop the rain out there. Oh man. <laughs> well, this went sideways quick. Wild times it goes one. I'm telling you. <laughs> Jay, we appreciate you as always. I like, I like, I like, I like games in Memphis though. I, I do like games out there. It's a cool vibe, but yeah, they got to chill. Yeah, he's just doing too much. Too that's much, that's all it is. They're just too doing much. too much. They're 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 good ball, doing so. too much with the team. You have you'd have their team picture from this season. Mm. Jay Street Vibes, available wherever you get podcasts. And, and of course, uh, Jay's amazing work at The Athletic, man. We appreciate you, my brother. Thank you as always. All right, see you next time. Jason Jones right there. That team's 15 and 16. That is crazy. They're 15 and 16 in the conference. Uh, you know, the, the funny Which thing no one it, would care about if no. Ja hadn't made that stupid-ass uh, uh, remark. They wouldn't say anything. Two seed in the West, nobody would be tripping. But he had to open his mouth and, and, and be disrespectful, not be humble. Now everybody out for their neck. Who they got tonight? I'm pretty sure they Denver's played tonight. Denver's 27 and 11. Goodness gracious, they've played a lot of teams in the in the West. Uh, you asked who Memphis has tonight. They have Chicago. So I guess who he root for? Easy Good work. time for that. Oh yeah, this 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 is easy. We got Brooklyn over Phoenix. Yeah. Go Cam Thomas. Let's go. We got Atlanta over New Orleans. Yeah. Let's go Trey. Let's go Ice Trey. We got Chi-Town over Memphis. Give me that. Give me that. Good luck with that. Uh, oh, Denver okay. About to, Denver about to smack Minnesota. That's what we want, though, right? Yeah, we, we want, want, Denver, we we want, want Denver, Denver to get Denver to, about to, to. They lost by, what, 30 on Sunday? Yeah. They about to smack Minnesota. Yeah. yeah, get that back. And it's a tough one here on TNT. Well, we want, uh, we'll go Thunder. If it's close, we always go against the Lakers. Okay. LeBron gets his. I, I just give me, record. give me, give me the record. I want to yeah. see the record tonight. I don't want that suit to go to waste. I'm also gonna drop every dollar I have to find a suit that looks like that one. Because that shirt, was the shirt is what makes it. Do, the The blazer is crazy. Is that a tuxedo blazer? 
No, that's not a tuxedo. With the uh, with the with it's the shine the, on the the, it's the lapel. Just a real slim one button joint. Yeah, I don't think this is. Wow, it's actually it has the wide collar like it's a tux. This that is fire. And the shirt is fire. I think that might be a tux. That's what I was thinking at first, but I'm not sure. Because look at the if you look at the lapel at the top, mm. and I don't know, but this is a badass suit. Yeah, and it's and and all it is is just black, it's just black, and it is fire. Everything, but the, everything is um, I don't know the right word for, it, but it's like the shiny, shiny material. <laughs> the shirt shiny. is the shiny material shiny. too. Yeah, and he's got you know he got it he got it unbuttoned, got the chains hanging. Yeah, he's he's looking like he's ready to uh, make history tonight. That's how I'm showing up to uh, the Dallas game on Friday. <laughs> I'm dressing exactly like that. Well, not exactly. <laughs> I don't even know that I have a good black suit. I got a I got a cool black suit. I'm gonna I need, spend I all night suit. trying to find a suit this dope I need a that I won't wear. Does he got he two wear, phones in his hand? He wear it in, Sa- in Salt Lake City. I don't think I'm gonna go. Ah, yeah, go, go, man, go for the both of us. I'll hit up our people and see what they say. I don't know. De'Aaron gets in. I'd be more likely to go if De'Aaron gets mm. in. Mm. That's another thing. You know, De'Aaron not getting in and getting uh, getting passed over the way he did. Um, shout out to Aceberg. He said it's called a shark skin suit. Mm. So shout out to him, man. Um, but De'Aaron not getting in took a little light away from DeMontis. Making this, this yeah. third All Star team because people were so upset about that, we couldn't really properly celebrate the fact that Sabonis got in. So you you obviously weren't here. Actually, spent a lot of time the day after talking about that mm-hmm. because it took me like a minute. Like it was, I I, I know a lot of Kings fans felt the same way. Like we were like angry. Yeah. Like I was walking around. I'm at the park with the with 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 Sprout and. I'm just mad, <laughs> Le- just legit angry. I don't, I don't even like, I don't even know De'Aaron like that, and I'm mad. Yeah. And it was like at some point, as I'm like, ah, oh, it's kind of weak though. Like we're upset that the Kings don't have two All Stars, mm-hmm. but we have one. We need to throw some shine on on our guy Domas, and we talked mm-hmm. a lot about that uh, the following day. Well, I guess it was a Friday. Um, and now, you know, hopefully they they uh, hopefully De'Aaron Fox has another opportunity uh, to get in. Yeah, and I think one of the things is one of the things I was thinking about when um, I thought he was getting in was the journey of De'Aaron Fox here in Sacramento. Yeah, I mean, when it was the five pick, when they got the five pick, and the mock drafts came out, everybody wanted De'Aaron, mm-hmm. and De'Aaron would give these little clues on Snapchat, and we'd go crazy over it and all this other stuff, and then you go to draft day. City was all, you know, up in arms oh, in yeah. a positive way to get oh, him yeah. here. And what is it, six years? Yeah. We've been through six years. We've been yeah. through disappointment. And he finally part he of finally it. got there. And that's part of – we thought he did. That's part of the the, the thing with, with Domas. Domas, he's our guy now. Mm. De'Aaron's been our guy from jump. Since he and, since and, he was a I don't want to say a baby but you know like well, yeah, he's nineteen I mean, years old yeah like so so like to have that for him I think that feels great for all of us mm-hmm. uh, so hopefully that call comes from him with uh, Kevin Durant Steph Curry and Zion Williamson uh, all being out of the All Star game uh, in a week.
Uh, if you're listening on ESPN 1320 or the Odyssey app uh, and you want to talk more Kings basketball, don't go anywhere. We're going to run it back next here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Go Kings. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 